in Grime. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This. Your Life Depends on It, the show where we do something the same every week, where we repeat a topic what? from a previous week. Do something the same again. Oh, no. Welcome to the this Disco week, Elysium podcast. This week, we finished Disco Elysium, and if you don't know what that is, return to our previous show. It is a dialogue-heavy game about uh, being the cop at the end of the world. Uh, maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's about being a cop who's really sorry. Or maybe it's about being a really boring guy. Or maybe it's about being a guy who really likes to take his shirt off. You can be maybe all of those things and more. Maybe it's about being a giant communist. Maybe it's about being the yeah. biggest communism builder. Maybe it's about having stocks. Maybe, you know, you can, it's for some... It's <laughs> maybe it's somehow, about reading uh, books. Be a high net worth individual. <laughs> somehow it's about all of those things. A net worthy but individual, I think, is the... Who do I have we're here with me today? I have visual calculus, Cam. Skibbity, uh, skibba danger. I am the rearranger. <laughs> uh, hi, I just finished this game maybe two to three minutes ago. Yep. Due to complications. Fresh takes. Fresh takes. <laughs> I will not be going first with impressions. I need my brain to mm-hmm. think. Uh, we've got Savoir Faire, Alex. Oh, that's me. Um, I wish I could tell you what that one is about. That's uh, um, being able to react when something happens, like to be able to get back cool. on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth, Smooth, and stealth and stealth around. <laughs> Hello. Uh let's see. We've also got Oh, did I already do? I already did visual calculus. Yep, had, that was I, had, I have all. I had all the. There are like twenty skills. I know. I had all of them open, <laughs> and then I, I forgot which ones I wanted to use to for, act for which one. Appropriately in social situations. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't have that one. Me neither. Well, how about encyclopedia? Since she just looked that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before, I am encyclopedia. We have encyclopedia. So. <laughs> My personality type is book. <laughs> and I'm your host, physical instrument Nick. Wow. Yeah, what a tool. Uh, use your body to solve the crime. <laughs> I like how often physical instrument gives you bad information. Like, uh, if, or like at least for me. The solution is punching. Well, uh, when you're interrogating Titus Hardy, it tells you to insult women just so you can get a fist bump from him. <laughs> it's like, he's like, your hand is craving a bump. You, you gotta do this. You gotta <laughs> you say this. It. Say this so you can get a fist bump. Anyway, yeah, that is absolutely absolutely your gym teacher brain. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this will be a spoiler cast, by the way. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we finished uh, it so that we can talk spoilers. a little more reserved on spoilers. Yes. I, yeah, I think um, if you haven't listened to our first part episode on this, that is a lot more of a generalization. I think we don't we're we get pretty spoiler light with that because we only talk about <clears> the first <throat> day or so. Mm-hmm. I think we um, all made th- it to day three ish. Yeah, it yeah, was just kind of like what type of game it is, yeah. though. Is yeah, what it was about. Cam and Seb's first impressions with the game, so we talked a lot about general stuff. Uh, this one is the end of the game. That's right. So we're not going to do that. We finished it, and uh, we've got a lot of uh, stuff to get through, so I wanted to do a very snappy first segment. In that case, this is, what is your favorite, or what is a what is the most memorable conversation in a game to you? Because Disco Elysium is all about the conversations that you have with people saying something insane to throw someone off, saying something insane because it was the only thing you could say, uh, just uh, kind of really picking someone's brain, being, as they say, the human can opener that gets them to reveal what they think. And um, the other games don't really do it like that. Disco Elysium is the only one that plays it like this, but there are some really great conversations in other games 
Um, especially like the, the dialogue heavy text heavy ones where you don't have to record new voice lines every time you come up with something new, you want to make somebody say, Oh yeah. And, uh, uh go, go ahead, Nick, if you have a, yeah, first I've got a first I'm one that, may, that might be able to, to get people going if they can think of another uh, one that they really like. Cause my favorite conversation that I can think of right now, that's not from disco Elysium is, uh, from, uh, is from a game, uh, called nine, nine, nine. And, uh, in 999 is a is you know it's a visual novel it's a killing game thing a bunch of people trapped in a place they have to get out uh without dying going through all solving puzzles they have little watches uh numbered one through nine that they have to use to get through these like uh puzzles and move on but every time you go into a puzzle you're always with two other characters and they all have you know wildly varying personalities but one of the interesting little quirks about 999 and uh anything that uh this guy writes uh, is um, that when you get as soon as you get locked into the the puzzle room with these characters, when you go over to talk to them, they tell you some of the most insane trivia that you've ever heard in your life. Some real, some specific to this world, but uh, like you know, you go over and you're like, I think this painting is actually supposed to be over on that wall. And then um, uh, one of the other characters goes that you're talking to goes, Yeah, I think you're right. Did you know there were two Titanics? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the the second one actually uh, didn't sink, and it was carrying a mummy on it. And you're like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, uh, she goes on to say, well, not all this. This mummy was special because she was extremely hot. She was so hot. And uh, they called her Alice because she never... Uh, she never decomposed. They preserved her in some way where she never decomposed. And you're like, are you, are you fucking with me right now? And of course, all of this turns out me? to be important later. But <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but they have They're to, setting up for they 30 have hours to make later sure. where you need to know about yeah. Alice the moment. Yeah, they, they absolutely <laughs> need to make sure that you know about the Titanic sister ship and the extremely well-preserved hot mummy that was on it. But it does not... Like, you're just kind of hanging out. You're hanging out solving puzzles, and you... That was not what you were talking about. It's... It's... it's And, like, the other two characters in that room, they're not next to you. But if you go and talk to them, they say something... They say something that is a similar level of insane. Um, one, the, the guy who is, uh, who is bracelet number three, you go to talk to him, and, uh, and you're like, okay, yeah, I think the combination to this is, is three, one, two. And he goes... Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. You know what I hate? The number four. I really fucking hate how the superstition around the number four and how four people think four is death. Four leaf clovers are good, right? Like, what's going on with that? And luck is. Wait, is nine 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 a Japanese game? Nine 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 isn't is oh, yeah. a Japanese okay. game, of course. That makes uh, but like, to me. Okay. yes, uh, it's but the specifically, if I got to pick one conversation in a game, like especially because it was the you can choose to go into a bunch of different rooms. This was one of the first ones we went into. It knocked me on my ass to have these characters start talking about like in absolutely insane trivia like if you know when you meet someone in real life occasionally they'll try an, an icebreaker with like a little bit of trivia but this is not this is That's not where you, you go. don't want to talk to those people <laughs> i've often heard um uh video game npcs like compared to like kids like mm-hmm. maybe like Oh yeah, they'll just like say, fi- say some yeah. weird shit. Oh, yeah. Just like say a fact or uh, a memory they have completely one... unprompted. Yeah. I, so I think about this one time. One time, uh, my hungry. youngest cousin yeah. <laughs> exactly. was, was just like we were just at his house, and he just goes to his mom, "Did you know dogs are people?" 
she goes, no. <laughs> I like, didn't yeah, know that. People. Yeah, did she say I didn't know that? Or no, no, she, they are she not. just goes, no. And I, I, it was kind of like a, she didn't know, but also she didn't want to encourage gotta, it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to thing. let that go. Don't, don't, yeah. Pick your battles. So, you know, yeah. like. uh, the Titanic sister ship conversation from 999 is my, is my pick. I do, now that I'm saying this out loud, there are a ton of other things I could mention, but we're blasting through this. So I will leave, I will leave it open for future things if I want to talk about how uh, Naked Snake thinks Santa is real or, uh, <laughs> or the conversation in Deadly Premonition, uh, from the opening where, he implies that Tom and Jerry are in a sexual relationship. Uh, if I want, if I want to, if I want to talk about either of those, I'm saving them for another another show. So, uh, Alex, non Disco Elysium, do you right. have a conversation in a game that really sticks with you? Um, when we when you pitched this as a prompt, my first thought was uh, Deus Ex, oh. of course. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. that game is fi- absolutely Just filled the, to the, the brim opening. with insane, funny, weird, or like actually pretty profound conversations you can have. Um, my funniest, most interesting one, of course, is the classic, um, your boss uh, chastising you for going in the women's restroom. Mm-hmm. Very good. Absolute classic <laughs> move. Um, but you're but... a gamer. You have to go in every room and open every <laughs> door. It affects worse like, on the company do that. than it does on you. Um, but also, I think we probably talked about this in the episode, but that was like three years ago at this mm-hmm. point. Um, the conversation you have with, with Morpheus, the hidden AI oh, in the yeah. Illuminati boss's room. Um, if you find a secret compartment in uh, the boss of the Illuminati's house uh, when you're there for just kind of a one-off mission, um, you can talk to this guy who, or this AI who is built to be like a novelty. Like he will tell you everything about the person that he meets. Uh, and that's like supposed to be a cool thing. Uh, and it's really just <laughs> a weird, insane dystopian thing where you, you greet him and he'll tell you your age, your name, mm-hmm. everything about you. Right. And then you have a whole philosophical philosophical conversation about him, about like the nature of your being as a, like a fake entity, like as, as a created organism, JC, not a, like an organic human. It's all really out there. I, I do great. like the, the thing that uh, it seemed incredibly profound and far off in the year 2000 of, well, people like having their personal information spat back with them as long, spat back at them as long as it's for entertainment. It's the equivalent of a carny weight, height, and age guesser. And yeah. yet it does it just does it with all your banking information is whatever. It's like, I bet your <laughs> credit card has the last three digits three eight seven. And then the person in front of it goes, Oh, you got me, you got me. How'd you know that? Like it's when it's such a trend it's such an interesting, like uh, you know, nowadays that's not not like much of a far off thing, mm-hmm. but it is a it, it was a cool idea to be like, Oh yeah, people will be amused that this computer knows everything about you. Uh, also, uh, hey Alexa, just what's to, my as, credit card number? <laughs> uh, also, as a quick aside, I don't aside, know. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> also, as a quick aside, uh, in that same room is the uh, cryogenically frozen uh, head of the Illuminati. Yeah, I think it's head of also the in this guy's in the, mansion, in the, in the, no, in the same room. room. It's around <laughs> wow, the corner okay. from this thing. Uh, it's yeah, the De Beers right. guy, and if you go to talk to him. Uh, it's funny that you even can talk to him because he's supposed to be on ice, but he just goes, I'm so cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, of course you're cold. You're frozen alive. (laughs) And you can like choose to... I I spill my drink. Yeah, and you can go unplug him and that kills him. And then if you tell the Illuminati boss, he's like, why did you do that? Why did you think that we had him on ice? (laughs) 
it's incredibly yeah. good. That game is so. I I, I owe it a replay. I mm-hmm. I'm definitely forgetting some. Way I, like I gotta I gotta show you that mod that, that makes is, a JC uh, turns JC into a female playable character. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was really really thorough, and I was surprised by how cool it was. With Do you get chastised dialogue. for going with re-recorded dialogue. Uh, to the tone, which is cool. <laughs> no, you get chastised for harassing the lady. I think. Hmm. Uh, but um. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, Seb, do you have a favorite uh, conversation in a game um, that is not Disco Elysium? So I'm I'm having a little bit of a hard time thinking of really good ones that I like because I know there are some in Night in the Woods and I know there are some in um, Deus Ex. But um, what I, I can think of right now because I went back to um, try to finish Echoes of the Eye is um, all this, this stuff in Outer Wilds. And one that I particularly oh, yeah. when you when you were able to have a conversation in that game that is like a huge thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. massive <laughs> deal. And, you know, there, there's a guy who you talk to him and you're like, the sun's gonna explode. He's like, what? Oh yeah, all that stuff. What? <laughs> um, but um, one that I like particularly in Echoes of the Eye is so you discover a. Um, it, I mean, this has been out for a few months. I don't think this is super spoiler. You, uh, yep, skip skip forward a minute or so if you don't Yeah, I mean, you discover there's a new alien race and they have written language, right? And you can't use a translator on it because a translator is calcul- uh, yeah, calibrated a to Nomai. <laughs> so if you go back to um, the museum where your friend is that helped you make the translator, you're like, hey, can I... Can can you like translate this new language and just as a complete fuck you to the player like why did you think this would be practical or happen mm. in the game <laughs> they're they're just like oh yeah sure like just give me like 100 to 200 samples and 6 months to do this and you're yeah. just immediately like, oh, yeah. In the game where never you have 20 mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, you will never have more than 20 minutes. Yeah, guess. it's it's just like the, the game is just like Fuck you! Did you think we were gonna fuck yeah. up our lore for this? Did you Good, Did you yeah. think and we were gonna it, do that? And if you really wanted to go back and put all, you know, all of that legwork, it's a great way to underline the fact that the entire DLC is not about reading text; it's about uh, watching slideshows instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really wish I could remember cool. something from Night in the Woods besides like the ending of it. Um, She's got crazy eyes. She's got crazy eyes. I tell that to Faye sometimes. I'm like, oh, I should have named you May. You got crazy eyes. Um, or or be, day, be gay, do crimes, that kind of thing. Let's do crimes. Oh, yeah. I got cups on my ears. But those aren't really conversations. Those are just like one-off words. Yeah, just lines. <laughs> but that's good. A lot of the like one-second shout-out things that uh, May does in that game are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have anything? Yeah, uh, Cam. What do you, do you, anything, anything you can think of, Cam? Yeah, Did you play any um, games where so, there's talking? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, this is the most talking I've ever seen in a game ever because I mostly play games about driving a car fast. Those are good. But, uh, I think this has the, the most voice acting in any game ever that is not like some giant AAA. It, it's so crazy, and we'll get to it because we, they were watching me play and it, they were just like, oh, I didn't get that dialogue, or oh, I could have said this here. That's so many... Ver- so much variation it's absolutely insane but other games for some reason i think it's because skate 4 is finally getting some traction and like well, may actually come out soon ish and by <laughs> no soon way. i mean like in the next two to three years but um skate 2 is just such a 
healthy, positive game where there's no villain at all and everyone oh, yeah. just wants to skateboard and skateboarding <laughs> is important and everybody it's loves it. It's a perfect it. world. Everybody <laughs> is everyone so cares about nice to each other. It's crazy. The only people who are mean are security guards who will uh, well, They'll fight you. your vibe. Yeah. And normal people will beat the shit out of you if you hit them with your skateboard enough. But the... If you hit them on your skateboard going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> or on purpose like you can in Skate 3. Oh, yeah. There's a punch button. <laughs> uh, but the opening cutscene of Skate 2, I never played Skate Win, but it, apparently you go to jail at the end. I think for well, And it's a some... whole extended parody of the opening of the Blues Brothers. Right, just with yeah. Skateboarders. Yeah, but like all these skateboarders I've never heard of, and I don't know who they are, and they're like, it's cuz, and he like gets this movie star entrance, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, who? Rob Deerdick. Retta. Uh... Retta, yeah, Rob Deerdick, uh, Big Black, just all these really, and just everyone's so nice and funny and chill and cool, which is my experience with most skateboarders in real life, so... It tracks. Um, it's just accurate. Everyone just wants to skateboard. That is their only thing that they want to do, and it's excellent. My other, the other thing I thought of was um, on the fly was uh, uh, every end of level dialogue in uh, Katamari Damacy. Just like your dad, like diminishing your copy. Like, oh, that's all you got. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you were like, only able to roll up one very small bear. <laughs> yeah. you're, really, you're really not doing this well. I should have sent a different guy down there. You. Yeah. I guess this Did you see any weird. of your cousins while you were out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your weirdo cousins. But yeah, I, I, I'm sure, like Seb, we kind of just came up with this. I could have thought of something. With yeah. all first segments, I could have thought of something better if we had planned this out at all. Well, we were, <laughs> yeah. we are going to re-roll this another time, I'm sure, because I uh, while yeah, I was thinking... We all failed this check. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Honorable mention, beginning of memory? Troll, the, the stupid fucking poster analogy. Hmm. Well, okay. Okay. Control. Okay. Uh, so... When we come back, after a very brief break, we are going to talk Disco Elysium, and uh, we're going to try not to literally shoot ourselves in the foot. in that sort of thing you know curses and stuff yeah well um I, I guess so i to a certain extent uh what about you no i i guess that's kind of a dumb question hmm. yes i do believe in curses in fact i think it was a curse that sunk the titanic what a curse sank the titanic the curse of the Egyptian mummy. Supposedly, the Titanic carried the mummy of the priestess Amun-Ra, which was stolen from a pyramid. And they say that the mummy had a history. Everyone involved with it died mysterious deaths. Come on, I'm sure you've heard of it before. Those who open the coffin will be forever cursed. Uh, haven't you ever heard that one? So you're saying the Titanic sunk because of that curse? That's right! 
That mummy, the priestess? Supposedly, she was special. What do you mean? Well, supposedly, she was really pretty. Pretty? Yes. But she was a mummy. That's right. She wasn't all shriveled up or rotten or anything. She almost looked alive. Oh, okay, I get it. Okay, it's that thing. I, I, I don't remember the name. Uh, where your body turns into some kind of wax? Yeah? The fat in it turns into something kind of like candle wax, right? And... Yes, saponification. But that's not what it was. Huh? That's not it. She wasn't wax. Then what was it? They say... That she was frozen. What? They're frozen? That's right. The whole body was frozen solid. You know how a human body is more than 60% water? Well, all of that water was frozen. The story says that from the time of its discovery all the way through to when it got put on the Titanic. Even though it was carried through the desert, her body never melted. That's crazy. <laughs> I think so too, but maybe it's true and we just didn't know about it before. J.C. Denton, 23 years old. No residence, no ancestors, no employer, no. How do you know who I am? I must greet each visitor with a complete summary of his file. I'm a prototype for a much larger system. What else do you know about me? Everything that can be known. Go on. Do you have proof about my ancestors? You are a planned organism, the offspring of knowledge and imagination, rather than of individuals. I'm engineered, so what? My brother and I suspected as much while we were growing up. You are carefully watched by many people. The unplanned organism is a question asked by nature, and answered by death. You are another kind of question, with another kind of answer. Are you programmed to invent riddles? I am a prototype for a much larger system. The heuristics language developed by Dr. Everett allows me to convey the highest and most succinct tier of any pyramidal construct of knowledge. How about a report on yourself? I was a prototype for Echelon 4. My instructions are to amuse visitors with information about themselves. I don't see anything amusing about spying on people. Human beings feel pleasure when they are watched. I have recorded their smiles as I tell them who they are. Some people just don't understand the dangers of indiscriminate surveillance. The need to be observed and understood was once satisfied by God. Now, we can implement the same functionality with data mining algorithms. Electronic surveillance hardly inspires reverence. Perhaps fear and obedience, but not reverence. God and the gods were apparitions of observation, judgment, and punishment. Other sentiments toward them were secondary. No one will ever worship a software entity peering at them through a camera.
you still call it a miracle. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Welcome you... back, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It. Alex, we return to Revicol. It's for Disco Elysium. God, don't be a racist, dude. <laughs> yes. Isn't it? Hello. It's Revachal. Revachal. Return to, I, um, we return to Matinees. How does Tequila Sunrise say it? <laughs> uh, I oh, wanted so all of my friends to to play or to finish playing and to talk about this video game because I didn't want to think of another topic and I was on vacation this week. <laughs> that um, turned out to be more disastrous than he could have possibly known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Sam and I were doing it anyway, but uh, we thought this would. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> We don't need to talk through the logistics. The body is still in the tree. The The long and short of it is it's my fault. Is it? (laughs) I don't think so. I have a job that's farm and not emails. The podcast does not have to have someone that's at fault every week. Every every week someone loses the podcast. (laughs) Did you guys get the the thought? I do this every time. It's like, I know this one person didn't get to do enough of the thing. Did you guys guys get the thought in this game that's about winning? Like, it's like, if you talk to the dice maker... You can get a thought Ooh, and no. internalize oh, no. it that uh, thinks that that makes it think that everybody, everything, every single interaction is about winning, and all red checks fail <laughs> while you internalize it. <laughs> every single red check, which is a very funny thing. This game thing to has some hilarious comment, hilarious commentary on video games. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. you can be uh, object anti-object squad. Anti-object task yeah. You're constantly yeah. knocking shit over and breaking stuff. Um, Magnesium-based life enemy form. of the physical world. Wait, what's that one, Seb? It's, um... I forget how you get it, but it's basically... You must survive on yeah. magnesium. Oh, maybe you're He's healing too much Specifically or for magnesium. <laughs> but another one... I mean, we, I think we've talked about this mostly off-mic, but you come from... You're a detective from a place called Jamrock, and they mm-hmm. call what you're doing the Jamrock Shuffle, which is... Want running every? Is it running everywhere? Is it? It's the, I thought running everywhere and checking in containers, opening every container that you <laughs> yeah. come across. And the the thought that's called the Jamrock Shuffle things. is when you pick locks to open things to to get it. Like it's it's yeah. It's, I got, yeah. <laughs> on my end game play, a lot of the stuff I got was Kim saying we don't have to know what's behind every door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the door that you can't open just to reinforce the fact that no, you can't go in every. Yeah, door. it gives you a thought even door. that's one last door, and you can think about Great. like maybe it's we just can't like the one door. in Bloodborne. God damn it! Your yeah, dialogue true. can be like, but the answer to the mystery could be behind there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's so unlikely <laughs> no, that it's, it is. It's <laughs> funny that so often when you say something to the effect of that, something that stupid, something along the lines of, but the answer to the mystery could be behind there. And Kim goes, it's really probably not. He's wrong and you're right. But this time, you're... Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I disagree. I think it's like, walk down the street in real life and think about how many doors you are not allowed to go in. Yeah, true. But in, but in this life. That's in the, this one of the game, ways in which Silent Hill is really relatable. Yeah. In this game... <laughs> every door I try when doesn't you work. Are trying, when, when you tell your uh, partner, yeah, Kim, that you, that, I, that you think something is important to the investigation and he laughs at you, almost mm. every time... He is wrong. Like, when you say, uh, I think that the fact that this guy uh, had recently ejaculated before uh, he died (laughs) is important. That And he goes, "Uh, okay, I guess we can do a semen analysis. And then you find out that that sort of is important because they're trying to cover up that he was having sex exactly when he died. 
Uh, well, yeah, you don't even know that he came. You you're going off his expression. You're yeah, like, this guy was <laughs> yeah. having. A yeah, good this guy time was enjoying himself. <laughs> Might even be an. It's interesting in like I, I really like how this game does side content in that way, where like in the moment you can justify it, where like you can justify doing most side things by like oh this is near the scene of the crime or this could this is related to someone who could have seen something. Uh, no matter how tenuous, usually you can tie it back to the reason that you're there. But also, the, it's great the way that this game is so housed specifically in the politics of this area and the kind of social tensions and the factions that are vying for power, uh, where all of the like incidental stuff does tie in because mm. it contributes to the culture, it contributes to the, uh, you know, because this... Is re- like anything you're doing related to the union, anything you're doing related to the company, it's all important. And then anything in the town ends up being related uh. to the union. It's like this whole Pepe Silvia board yeah. of conspiracy theory that actually <laughs> ends up being true. It's great. Yeah, great it's, a, um, it's a very funny, anyway. <laughs> very funny uh, way to do it. But um, Alex and I are absolutely going to chime in, of course, because we, we can't stop ourselves. We love this game. Um, but this is really about Seb and Cam. Um, who are finishing well, Disco Elysium. Your... Oh, yeah, I, 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 I'll talk Obviously. about it for sure. I, both of this you. This is my replay. I, as we talked about your beginning choices of what stats you pick and throughout the game, what you put points into drastically changes your character and oh, absolutely. dialogue and, get, um, and what people think of you and stuff like that. And as I said on the last episode, I let Emily pick my stats for uh, my most recent playthrough, which, uh, which made me into a different beast than what I thought I was going to be and, 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 and ended up <laughs> influencing things in some interesting ways. For example, I had uh, for a lot of the game, I had negative one savoir-faire because it's a motoric <laughs> skill and uh, the, your, your regular shoes take away from it. And I didn't find another <laughs> pair of shoes until really late in the game. Really? Uh, I think there's yeah. like, f- at least from what I encountered, like four checks of like someone tossing you something, and it's a f- like a rolling the dice of whether you'll be able to catch it or not and not embarrass yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, or there's like one where life, where I if you catch it, the, the check is act cool after you check it by yeah. not trying to act <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, yeah, play it off. But. The thing that was so much of this game comes together at the end, like a lot, like one of your other episodes, Alex, with Outer Wilds. It's made special by. No, that was Adam. Yeah, to correct okay, the record, right, it was right. Not my it was oh, not. You, wow. I'm sorry. I it was the I other. It was the thing that. that you never shut up about. In my head, I just categorized <laughs> oh, it as your episode. Uh, my mistake. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, I can launder. I, I can launder the episodes <laughs> that I like through other people. <laughs> uh, remind me. I have to read off an email uh, before the end of the show. Uh, oh. oh no. But um, anyway. yes. Uh, so, just like Outer Wilds, Adam's episode. Thank you, Adam. Um, we uh, a lot of this game comes together at the end. It, the whole experience is good, but it is kind of like tied up nicely by uh, it, like by how complete it is. So it's it's one thing to say play more of Disco Elysium, but by being able to finish it, you get kind of a whole picture of what's going on. And not so much of a whole picture of what's going on that there's nothing to experience in replays or by talking to other people, but like, you know, you get not just the plot, but an idea of who your character was before he lost his memory and all these other things that were going on. It, it's a well, and, 
and this game is a mystery. Yeah, so you want to know yeah. how it you want to know it, how it, it is resolves to know how it ends. Yeah, and it's got a pretty even though it is more than that. It's got a but, yeah. at the same time satisfying and unsatisfying conclusion in a very uh, yes. in a way that would make a Knox spin in what I can only assume is his grave. Uh, <laughs> we talked about that on the last yes. one. If you want to hear about the rules for a detective, so story. if you'd like to hear the setup uh, <laughs> instead of the punchline, go back to our November episode on Disco Elysium where we also explain Knox's rules for writing detective stories and how someone you know should be the killer. Anyway, yeah. Disco Elysium. <laughs> Forget about that. Now, yeah, let's we're not we're not Elysium. we're not holding back for spoilers anymore. Uh, somebody you've yeah. never met is the somebody you've never met, never right. talked to, none of the characters have ever met or talked to is the killer. He is a Yeah, I think that's so good. It like, is very I, good. It, this game does it like, very well. Like there's that point where you get to say like you're trying to diffuse the argument between the mercenaries and the local mercenaries the mercenaries and, yeah. and the hardy boys the mercenaries the and the hardy union guys boys, the local gang vigilantes um, yeah mercenaries and local mercenaries but uh like and you're they're like okay well who if they didn't do it who did and you're like your options are like to point to people nearby i said i did it which someone really not, really yeah, was not a good idea <laughs> Or you can say it's someone who's not here. And I'm like, well, obviously it's that one. It's not fucking Titus who killed the yeah. guy. And it's not yeah. Kim. And, and it's, it's not, not Ruby. like Gart. The, yeah. Even like people you don't particularly like, you're not just going to be like, yeah, it was them because he's <laughs> kind of a jerk. <laughs> so, it, you know, it had to be someone. At least I thought. I don't and, know. I'm not yeah, saying I guess the end this, or anything. I really, really like... Um, this game does a ton of cool shit with foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. um, basically, all like I'd say about it's a 50-50 chance if your Inland Empire is telling you something that is legit foreshadowing or something that is complete nonsense. Mm -hmm. um, but if when you're um, you get a chance to talk to the body very early on in the game mm -hmm. with your Inland Empire, um, and you can ask him what killed him, and he'll say a couple uh, of things, and he'll tell you that. Yeah, well, he'll specifically say that um, uh, love killed me, but communism pulled the trigger, which are both <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's uh, funny i didn't think about yeah that. it's really good i and something yeah. that just seems like flowery nonsense yeah. to you at the it's time it's a nice sentiment but but is completely literally true within the real plot mm -hmm. of the video and then once you find out about it ruby you you kind of get like oh maybe that's what inland empire was talking about and it's wrong again you're just like <laughs> it's something completely different way off on the island islet yeah and the yeah. thing is, though, I feel like the whole game was kind of leading up to him. Like, even though you oh, had no absolutely. idea who he was, you had, like, there was no hint of him really actually being there for the longest time. Yeah, as a person. But, yeah, as a person. But the backdrop of the entire story is this, you know, history that Revishal has mm -hmm. of, you know, the fight between the it's communists the and the fascists the, yeah, and the liberals and, the, like, everybody, like, all this political turmoil and he is the result Martinez of that. Martinez like, is, is the bedrock that, of the revolution. Yeah, he is, he is that put into physical form, basically. Um, and, yeah. And he also, uh, one of the funnier things about him is that there is no stance you can take where he likes you. There's nothing that you can say where he doesn't, like, call you a, a shit-eating pig who can go fuck themselves and die. 
Uh, yeah, the whole and game if here. You, and if you try to like defense, even not in like, you know, of course I was playing as a, as a fucking communist. And so I'm like, Hey, another communist, let me talk to him about communism. And I'm like, Hey buddy, how's that communism going? He's Class like, trader. you're a soft commie. You are a soft yeah. commie. You don't, you don't know what needs to be done. You wouldn't kill. And then if you, uh, and then if you try to talk oh, to him about anything college, else, he reveals nice. that he's also a gigantic racist and he's, like, uh, he's got yeah, all this I, other stuff going on. I, I think I talked about this on the um, the first episode where there's communism and then there's what I I termed fire and brimstone communism and that is him. no this it's just communism um, huh? yeah there's there's capital C communism and then there's the there's liberal the truth are you gonna do communism or are you gonna yeah you gotta roll communism. up your sleeves Seb yeah buddy who else is gonna do it <laughs> those firing squads aren't going to arm to break themselves a few eggs right yeah, yeah so Revolution. eat the rich have pull up a plate dude let's go i like uh i do like i mean and yeah one of the other things that points that doesn't seem like it points to anything but ends up being extremely important you see those rifle the weapons caches uh and uh like you know one is next to the fucking terrifying polar bear fridge and uh then (laughs) there's like one in the pinball depot behind uh the whirling in rags and it's like oh all this stuff, the revolution is gone. It's over, but it's not really gone. It's yeah, all I mean, still here. It's in the walls. It's in the floor. There's still bullet holes in all the walls. Oh, yeah. Why are you in my trash can, Cap? It's in the walls. It's in the floor. It's in the people you talk to. Everything is It's all there. It's, it's not necessarily tied to the second half of the game, but I do like that at a certain point you can, you can um, uh, talk to either ask Kim or ask someone in the town about um, the like just stray bullet holes that are all over some of these walls, and yeah. you, could be, you can be like, "Oh, could this be related to the case?" And he's like, "No, those are from the revolution. <laughs> <Yeah>. Those are <laughs> there was like a war ancient, here, dude. <laughs> yeah, like sixty-year-old bullet holes, dude. <laughs> this place is still is like barely reco- not even recovered from what has happened there, and the mystery ties into that. It's great. Um, do you guys want to talk yeah. impressions on the end? I don't want to say anything. Keep going with this. <laughs> I'm done. All right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I don't know where to start, though. Like, this, okay. this game so, is 40 hours long, and I don't remember exactly where well, I Well, no off. way. Come on. How, how, yeah, how, I, how, I have 40 hours. Wow. I probably have close to that, too. Yeah. I, did, I did 17 in my yeah. first playthrough, and because I knew where everything was, the second one was, like, six hours. Yeah, how I fast did you twice, blast I have, I have about time. 50 hours. 17 hours? Yeah, I, have, I didn't think I 17 hours... <clears throat> was like, 39 hours was like a speed run i i felt that i was being pretty thorough right i i did you uh check you know every container i did the cryptid side quest <laughs> i uh found out about the hole in the world i reported the dead body i got dice from the dice maker i investigated the doom commercial di- district i met the sunday friend i did you uh, click every dot no <laughs> No, I didn't. Yeah. Which means I'm kind of a shit that. detective, I guess, <laughs> if you get down to it. Um, Clicking every dot is like listening to every car that drives past your house. <laughs> well, yeah. Which you could you know probably do in this don't... game. <laughs> I wouldn't get that. too in the weeds, Seb, about like trying to sum up your thoughts on the entire back half of the game. Yeah. But feel free to just touch on some things that you yeah. liked. Yeah, what was your general did. experience? How did you generally feel about this game? I think we didn't get to talk about like basically anything that happened uh in on the fishing village or yeah. in the church or on any yeah, of that we part didn't of the do game. any of that so yeah um basically i mean 
my thoughts from the first episode really kind of continue. Like, my feelings toward the game have only grown uh, positively um, by going through the rest of the game. It really is very much about gray morality. It's very much um, about, uh, you know, political turmoil and where it leaves us in our lives and not really necessarily which side is right and which is wrong though it definitely kind of takes a hard stance of like no fascism is probably not not good um yeah well i think it I, the fascism vision, vision I, quest I, is really funny I, I i definitely talked about this in the first episode we did on this game but um i i like that they just uh, they kind of uh, they say that fascism is bad but they don't really have to sell it because everyone knows yeah. that that they're shitty petty people that are awful yeah. And they just have to show you a couple of those people. And you're like, yeah, of mm-hmm. course. They don't have to really underline it. And then people can call you a fascist, <laughs> they can but you afford don't really to say, have to oh, agree with them on that. Yeah. They can afford to say, oh, like, yeah, no, capitalism is bad. Oh, no, like, uh, soft communism is, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever. They, that, they have a more nuanced take yeah. than that. But And they uh, definitely say racism is bad, despite how much uh, Measurehead tries to sell you on it. Like, it's just, he's just like, <laughs> it's just biological, dude. It's just common sense, man. Um, but anyway, so you can do it. You can yeah. still do that shit, which is mm-hmm. like that's like, a lot of video games, especially a lot, of, a lot of RPGs, have like an evil playthrough you can mm-hmm. do, and that like being a racist in Disco Elysium must be like <laughs> one of the most I, evil. It's top almost ten. Brutal. Brutal. It's especially evil because your partner just... is like, what is it? Is he Samarin or yeah, he's, he's a, like he's coded as a minority. Yeah, he's, co- yeah, he, he's coded it's... as an Asian, like in terms of appearance, but like he's from Revachal. He's got a Revisholian accent, you know, and all that. Um, But anyway, so, okay, so past the waterlock on day three, it ends up going a lot more into uh, metaphysical and supernatural stuff. Like, there's a little bit of it at at the beginning where it's like you can talk to the, the dead guy, but it's more like I feel like it was played more as a hallucination. Um, or at that point, you can believe it's a hallucination because it's really, like, hammered into you. You're really fucking drunk, man. Like, you you are hungover. You are in withdrawal. Unless you are still doing drugs, in which case, you're high. You are experiencing the worst possible body. You, yeah. Yeah, you almost died. Like, yeah. you are... Yeah. Um, and then there's the uh, doomed commercial district. But that, at that point, you're just kind of like, that's not real. Um, but, so you go through the waterlock um, and... There's, you know, this cryptozoologist and spoilers, like the entire game, you're like, oh, they're, they're just kind of crazy, even though, um, I think what, yeah, they're misguided weirdos looking yeah, for Bigfoot. Yeah, though, uh, Lena, was, is her cute. name's Lena? The old lady <laughs> but, in the swirling mm-hmm. rags? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's this nice little old lady whose husband, and she's wheelchair bound, so her husband is out looking for, um, this bug, the Insulindian phasmid. Um, and she's just, oh, she's so nice to you and sweet. And you're like, yeah, I'll help. I'll help. I'll go look for him. And then I'll go look for the bug. It's okay. And Kim's like, what are you doing? Yeah, Kim's like, yeah. we don't we're, have time We're for solving this. a murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a man was shot and hung. And you, you want to look for a fake bug? <laughs> yeah. So you go through that and you never find it. You check the traps for them and you can keep looking at them throughout the rest of the game. And you know, there's nothing there. The um, and you're just kind of like, oh, maybe it wasn't really a thing. This is just some poor misguided people. And, it, you know, it's just another type of well, person. I, I, Real quick before you get to that, I, I, 
if you do that whole quest to the end, you can kind of get Lena to open up about like why why they're so interested in that and how how the, their whole relationship is tied up in the fact yeah. that she saw this thing or thought she saw this mm-hmm. thing uh, as a young yeah, girl. Yeah, now she's and, questioning like, it's herself. The reason that they're married. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's kind of a tragic thing and you can like absolutely step on them if you mm-hmm. want to, but you just be like, no, it's okay to believe this thing. It's it, she, cause she's really doubting it and he's a true believer. Yeah. It's, and then, you know, getting the payoff that, oh, it is actually a real yeah. thing. And then in, in the end, um, <laughs> so for context of what Alex is saying at the very end of the game, like the second to last scene is basically when you solve the case and you find this guy on an Island He's the killer. He shot him. He's this holdover from from the war who's just been chilling there. Um, he's angry at the world. He's angry. He doesn't want to surrender. He's been hiding there for 40 years, yeah, he says. Yeah, mm-hmm. 43 years. Um, and then while you're talking to them, him, this giant fucking bug comes out of the reeds. And it's mm-hmm. the insulin in Fazbin and it talks to you. And it's like, yeah, I'm real. I'm real and I'm here and I exist and I've avoided. They capture. underline the fact that it's real and exists a lot. Yeah, because you could. The first thing you could say is, "Are you real?" And he's like, "Yes, I am." And yeah. Like, well, that and solves Kim that, I guess. It, and Kim was doubting it the whole time, and he gets a picture. Yeah, and he gets a picture, <laughs> yeah. and it might actually be involved in like what happened to this guy because the guy um, has a weird type of dementia that might be related to whatever shit the phasmid emits which it, it actually tells you pheromones, that pheromones baby um yeah pheromones and it, radiation well, yeah it just pays Anything. off and it like everything is real when that thing came out of the reeds i like i thought that i was only going to ever find it if i had high shivers or high inland empire like i thought it was one of those things that'd be um, a funny a way to do thing. it but but it was real they, they really want you to yeah. see it though like there's so many passive checks that will get you towards both having it appear and having and being able to approach it and take yeah. a photo. Um, well, wait, it doesn't just appear no matter what. It does. I don't. I think it does appear. It appears. It, it, it appeared, yeah, it it appeared for all of us, and we all had completely different builds. Yeah. Um, there are a couple things that are that seem like they should happen to everyone, but are missable. Mm-hmm. But I'm not 100 really? percent certain about I'd that. I'd love one. to hear. Yeah, that one seems like but... you you just get it no matter what. Um, just yeah. just for a little bit of explanation, just for fun, people who probably didn't play the game and are listening to this episode and, and won't play the game, uh, Shivers is like your sense of the world around you. Like when you get a bad feeling, you know, like when your hair raises up on your arm or whatever, mm-hmm. or like you feel someone watching you. And then we mentioned Inland Empire a couple of times. That's like your connection to like humanity as a whole, I feel. Mm-hmm. Am it, I yeah, right in that? Like I always like felt your, like it was your sense your, of the metaphysical. It's your imagination, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Also, oh, okay. it's a really scary David Lynch movie. If anyone wants to watch that sometime, oh, yeah. <laughs> is it? Huh. It's. I it, thought it, it was like your out. wizard brain, your caveman brain. That's like no, because it's it's, it's, it's the check that the world. Well, it's the check that you do when you talk to the old guy, or not the old guy, the dead guy, and it's also the check I think when you talk to, to your tie. Which I did not uh, actually yeah. have the hmm. talking tie. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> I had the talking tie. It leads to one of the greatest insane checks I, in the game. I want Did you guys that. get the spirit yeah, bomb? I Cam, no. I think Cam was able to get the spirit yeah, bomb. I did. I'll let him talk about that. Oh, I want to hear about your, that confrontation. Um, yeah. So, uh, yes, so that was real. And then you find out. So, 
past the water lock, you get a lot more about how this world actually works. And actually, when I was researching the game, or just kind of cursory looking up the game before we did the first episode, I found that the guy had done, um, or the writer for the game had written a book set in this setting before. And I really yeah. actually kind of want to read it. I don't know how good it actually is. I don't know if it's been translated to English yet. Uh, I think that there's uh, been an effort for that. I don't know if it's it not written in English. If it's as clever as this game. Uh, no, oh, I don't think so. It was written in, where is he from? Lithuania? No, it's, it was a, it was uh, written, uh, it, the, it's a bunch of Estonians living in Britain. Estonian. So it was written in English. Oh, all right. Oh, never okay. mind. Um, yeah, so I, I want to read that because it's really interesting how this world works because um, basically... They live on a planet that's. Seb is absolutely like, encyclopedia. I know, encyclopedia yeah. was act, was okay. was my main trait, because I I was like, okay, if I have this, then I'll get more background on the world, and maybe I'll you know know how to solve. <laughs> and things you better. do, it, it definitely you're, you're does. Trained. It but, pays uh, off having that the first time. I can't time. believe you just started that sentence with "they live on a planet." <laughs> <laughs> they live on a planet. <laughs> that's not at all how I would have described this, but that's what because they, we're they different. They live on I a guess. planet where. Um, there's this thing called the pale, which is like uh, an absence of information. And when I say information, I mean like information about existence. Um, and it's it like I kind of can wrap my head around it a little bit because I I kind of look yeah, into supposed shit to like that, like how we could to, live in a hologram yeah. universe where everything is actually flat. But it it's it's weird. It's strange. Um, so. It, there's a lack of sound, a lack of, like, visual. There's a lack of anything in the pale. But from... Like a sensory deprivation yeah, type deal. Um, from the pale comes matter, which is, you know, they all live on little islands. Everything is an island. There's um, Mundi. Mundi is, like, the main big continent, but everything else really is islands. Um, so that's where they are now. Um, is one of these, like, island expeditions that they found by going out into the Pale, which makes you fucking insane because you're going into a place where there is nothing. <laughs> nothing exists yeah. there, literally. <laughs> and in in the universe, they treat it like radiation exposure, yeah. where, like, you have a healthy amount of being exposed to the Pale that you can mm -hmm. have before you become a, a, a weird husk of a person. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't get uh, any of this dialogue. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it is, a lot a of lot of it is encyclopedia yeah. brain. And if you talk to Joyce mm. a little bit, because she like is, she is able to explore the world a lot more than most people. Yeah, she actually sails through the pale. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so so there's that, and um, once they came to this particular island, there is a hole in the world, which is the pale taking things over again, and it's not even really a hole. Um, I think. If you pass the check with Suna, which um, Suna has found, she's a programmer who has found like a point in the world where data, um, with, including like the data for the game she was making, just gets it just disappears. Um, yeah, this is all related to just just to lay the groundwork for this. This is all related to the church site. Yeah, I'm trying to explain what happened the, here. The um, <laughs> so you pass that check, and you're like, yeah. So it's actually that that thing that's sucking everything up. It's not really a hole. It's the pale, and it's gonna expand, and just erase everything. 
And that's what's happening to a lot of data. And in this world, when stuff gets interference from the pale, it'll, like, um, resend signals from, like, the past, or they'll, it'll send things in the wrong place. So there's a call you can make on an intercom in the uh, doomed commercial district where it'll repeat a conversation from years ago. And she's not really there. Oh, um, I never did figure out what that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time on that. I never got yeah, to it's, of it. That kind of thing is so cool to me. That that kind of like mindfuck, uh, weird metaphysical and stuff. Broad, oh, and this game is broadly, full of that. Like, yeah. this, the, the, the pale as a concept is both like a great world building conceit and also like kind of an omni metaphor they use it for a lot mm-hmm. of stuff like the, mostly they use it for global warming mostly they say like oh uh, this exists because humans exist yeah that's gonna end the yeah, world the, the bug insulin says you guys are particularly so evil. says that it, you guys yeah. are, humans are destroying but then the world it's, being evil. Yeah. yeah it's also kind of just a really cool thing to build a world mm-hmm. around is the idea of oh what if instead of crossing the ocean to got to get to the new world you cross like a plane of existence mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a, like a real existential uh, yeah, dread to doing it, that kind of thing. It's it's cool. I I like the name of the like the pale because it's like oh it's beyond the pale you know that mm-hmm. that kind of oh, true uh, yeah. play on words there. I wouldn't be surprised if the if part of the entire world building thing grew out of that expression. Maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, many other things seems to have co- although on the other hand a lot of the expressions in this game are so non non-specifically american like what we know of as the english language and what we deal with like i really like uh, the fake slang of binoclard for someone who wears glasses <laughs> and everybody yeah. calls they, kim binoclard and that poor guy yeah oh they do a lot of that that kind of thing and that's like it's okay world building but it's also like okay we're subbing gla- you know four eyes for this word yeah <laughs> um I think it is yeah. fine. No, but, that, that's uh, fine. Some of the more imaginative stuff is better. Yeah, too. and then they've got, like, all this alternate technology. Like, I guess they can't really have... They can't really lay Wi-Fi lines... Or, or not Wi-Fi lines, um, internet lines or telecom lines under the ocean because disappear. Like, it would not work. They have to have these things called, um, what, pale compressors or something like that. Volumetric pale co- like compressors that. or something, which basically compresses the pale until there is matter. Like they, I, I'm not really sure how that works. It like warps it so that they can send um, radio signals across places. Um, but be- this is so wildly different from is, my playthrough. It is so cool to me. Um, <laughs> I was a dumbass who didn't even know about this stuff. <laughs> it, it's a little bit no. hidden unless you really dig into that church thing. Um, and that well, that one check is on just really hard. You touched on it earlier, but the fact that this is the, or at least part of the world of this is based off of a book. You can really, you really get that. Yeah, this they, person has they have a lot done more, a lot of writing for this. They have a lot more info here yeah. than uh, anyone would ever want. Yeah. I think. And I think was the the <laughs> book was written out of a homebrew D and D campaign or something like that. I don't remember. Hundred percent. I don't, 100%, I don't no, remember. I'm, right. I'm gonna look look into that. Um, but I just love the world building because it's, it's so like, at first you, you get dropped on the game and you think it's like, oh, it's like a earth, like this is basically just earth, but it's kind of diesel punk. And it's like, no, not at all. Um, because Hmm. 
the the entire world is different and you find out they can't even go to space because the pale like they've tried the pale is just fucking everything up um and i don't know i just have i have a lot to say about that but i have i have to move on from that um uh political commentary i think i touched on a little bit like yeah what, what's um yeah or yeah get, ask me a question or we could go to camp how about, and how about some in. decisions well, you made we, we, what, what did you feel like you did yeah did you um, do anything that you felt like you were like when you were forced to make a decision did you feel like you did something right or wrong or had fun or what kind of cop did you act like you know uh, what was the so, picture of harrier dubois from seb's perspective yeah all right so i was harrier dubois i, ch- I chose to go by that name you didn't go by Raphael or tequila I wasn't sunset Raphael or, or tequila sunset which though the guy who tells you the whole tequila sunset story is one of my favorite characters idiot doom spiral baby idiot doom spiral i oh. love him so much uh he just is such a great storyteller and um his pal there don't call abigail and these are all don't you don't know their abigail actual names. He, he's so drunk he just keeps going don't call her don't don't call abigail and he's been added to my internal <laughs> soundboard i i just have like don't call don't call her um it's a it's like three three homeless guys drinking in a pipe and yeah. apparently immediately so after you crashed buddies. your car you hung out with them, uh, told them that you were going to forget your own name, and then drank with them before getting to the rest of the game. Yep. <laughs> and then you forgot your own name. Uh, and then you forgot your own name. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> you did it. It worked. Yep. Uh, Mission accomplished. She, so, um, yeah, that guy's one of my favorite characters, I think, in the game. Um, though, of course, my very favorite ca- character is Kim, just because you get so attached to him. I loved that. So, at first, you start the game, and... Kim's there, and I'm like, oh, shit, I have a guy following me? Like, oh, no, this guy's going to get me in trouble. He's your party yeah, member. <laughs> I, I was like, no, he's, I feel so embarrassed because I don't know who I am or anything, and Kim is just here, and he's just going to be an asshole about it. But he wasn't. He's just kind of like, all right, this is the hand I was dealt. I will play with it. Um and you learn well also you find out you're such an esteemed detective it makes yeah. sense why he yeah trusts absolutely. you completely this is just your method yeah because yeah. <laughs> at first i was like this guy is an idiot he's trusting me i i don't even know who i am i don't know where i am i don't know what continent i'm on uh, you i didn't hard. read it that yeah, way so I, I kind of that... i kind of read it as he doesn't really trust me but he's like i guess this is where i'm at this is just what i have to do i will put up with mm-hmm. it um but he Oh wait, does he know that you're really good? Yes. Uh, I'm I'm pretty he, sure. He yeah. makes okay. mention of that um and I think he seems to know more than he lets on about you and then you'll have realizations and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "Why didn't you tell me that?" <laughs> he like he wants you to come to your own conclusions about yourself, I think. I I think uh yeah, mostly so that there's a video game. Yeah, anything, or, yeah. or maybe yeah. because <laughs> he's like, how do I even deal with an amnesiac? I guess I just won't. Because presumably he would know your name, <laughs> which is something that you have to find <laughs> yeah. yourself. Um, he, he <laughs> says he doesn't know your name, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what is yeah. the Raphael thing? I never had that. Raphael Ambrosius Cousteau is, if you have, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a... Uh, it's like an imagination check of some kind. Like you have to, you have to inv- if you have to invent another name for yourself, think, you you pull uh, it yeah, out. I, 
I don't. It's when I, you're talking to Call Me Manana. That's the first time you can bring it up if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, I hate that guy. Okay. He's you so chill guy? at first. Can... He's so chill at first. Oh. And then um, Everard locks down everything and he's like, yeah, I really like the banners out here. It's cool. I'm keeping watch. Oh, no, that's the other guy. Um, Man- Call Me Manana is the guy in the yeah. stairwell. Yeah. Uh, what's, I, why don't you, what's wrong with him? I don't see what's wrong with uh, him. I don't know. He's a very staunch supporter of Everard. And yeah. I don't like Everard. He sucks. Okay. Well, he wants to run whatever. drugs through the community and and build drugs a. Are fine. But but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. Yeah, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> I don't sell drugs. To the like Everard wants to build a, a a kid center on top of everybody's houses, like a youth center on on there. But then he also wants to use it to sell drugs, and then he's using like these teenagers who all they want to do is like party to trance music, and uh, he wants to run drugs through their shit too. I, I just hate that guy, and then, you know, when he he starts a war, like, he, he makes you start a war with um, Wild, Wild Pines. Pines and Cornell, right? By feeding her, feeding Joyce information, and then you come back and call me Manana, who's just been this laid-back guy the whole time, and he's just like, I'm just doing what I'm doing, and he's still keeping watch out there. There's nobody else, and he's like, I really like the banners. I'm like, fuck you, man. I, I think he was nice. He, I, I he also was think nice, he was nice, but I don't like him. He's inactive. I can like people who are nice. I mean, I can I can True. dislike people who are nice. <laughs> if I don't like their ideology. Um, <laughs> but I think I interrupted you, Alex. You were saying something else about about Call Me Manana. Um... Nothing that I can think okay, of. Or, Nothing that I want to add. That's there. how I got on that. Anyway, somebody uh, mentioned his name. your identity is a very fluid thing in this game. Yes. Um, you can, for example, True. immediately decide that you will never go home, or that your name is, will be changed. <laughs> you can be Hobo. You can. Uh, <laughs> you can change your sexuality in a way that is very funny because when you bring it I up, people are like, "Why are you telling me this?" I didn't want to embarrass this? myself. <laughs> well, what? What? Uh, describe that to me, please. Okay, so, I did not get that one. Um, it's like, are there you a is, homosexual? Are you a member of the homosexual underground, which I believe is the name of the thought. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, boy. It, it comes up when uh, you're talking to the uh, the smoker on the balcony, uh, and he who gives the fake name of Martin Martinez. Very funny. It's like yeah. Uh, <laughs> you ask one other person, I'm looking like, for Martin Martinez. They're like, oh, you fucking idiot. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. a real name. York, New York yeah, over here. Exactly. <laughs> My name is Dick Alcock I, from Man Island. My name is <laughs> Chip Cago. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, the smoker on the balcony, uh, when you talk to him, there is a like a perception check that's like, what's yeah, something it's, it's like chance. something's it's hard, different hard about him and if you if you succeed or <laughs> fail failure is really funny but if you succeed or fail you can um you have the option to ask kim what's so different about this guy and he starts laughing at you uh yeah. <laughs> because it's like the answer uh, is of course that he is gay and yep. uh <laughs> this guy's giving off weird vibes to me <laughs> And then uh, one, so one of the thoughts you can internalize is uh, is about is like homosexual underground or something to that effect. And uh, if you internalize it all the way, you can uh, you can start hitting on men, 
Um, but mostly the, what happens is that whenever you bring up being gay or, uh, being attracted to men, everyone is like, why are you talking about that right now? <laughs> it is, it is never, it is. You come to the conclusion that it, yeah, uh, people's sexuality truly doesn't yeah, matter yeah. and uh, you shouldn't be obsessed with well, yeah, it. It's so funny then... in a game where you can decide to be racist, you could also decide to be gay. Yeah. So <laughs> I've chosen I'm well, yeah, but you like announce it out loud, and Kim's like, "Please don't do, please don't like say Stop. that, say Stop it." Stop like, telling everyone that, because Kim is also gay. Like, this is something that yes. uh, is a part of his identity that you could oh, go the he? whole game and never know. Yes, okay, so oh there you God. go. There's, there's I, the I point. Didn't know that <laughs> I had no idea, dude. I wish I'd done that. Oh my God, I have to play the game again. I have to play it again. I, I have to get that. There's so you can tell which everyone leads, that Kim's gay. This leads to a re- some really funny dialogue when, for example, Klasia is uh, lying and manipulating you. And one of the conclusions that you can come to is that she's uh, so good at lying and manipulating you because she is an attractive woman. And if you bring this up to Kim, he says, I am not worried about that. I am not compromised. <laughs> and like, it doesn't mean anything because, of course, you know, she is lying and manipulating you because she's a spy. Uh, but if you think that it's just because she's hot, then you're, it's going to go through like Kim's like, OK, but I don't like women, so I'm not worried about that. It's a it's it's a like it's a great character detail and something that, of course, you can make a part of yourself or you cannot. Uh, but when you do and you internalize this this thought and you announce it to Kim, and he's like, why are you? Why are you telling me right now that you've decided to stop obsessing over uh, other people's sexuality? Were you obsessing over my sexuality? <laughs> How long have you been obsessing over my sexuality? Can you hit on uh, Kim if you turn gay? You cannot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Wait, what I'd happens to the check I'd... then with the uh, the fisherwoman? Um, I'm pretty sure you can still do it, which would just huh. make you buy. You can, okay. you can still yeah. ask her on a date, I'm cool. sure. I, did, I never tried that because I was like, no, oh, I'm it's too a, much it's a shame mess. you didn't. It's really good. It's yeah, it also also very embarrassing, but it's very good. Okay, it's, it's exactly no, what you it's expect. Wonderful. Yep. That was one of my favorite parts of the game was going on that date. Oh, right. I uh, I blew that date hard on my first playthrough. Cam got her sword. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I didn't I didn't do great. that well. Which is not a euphemism. <laughs> she gave me a sword. Yeah. So you know you can um. You can sort of uh, figure out what people think about the market or what people think about the revolution or what people think about your sexuality or what people think about drugs or murder or uh, what drugs people are on. And those that's a, something that is very kind of funny to examine through all these individual different characters and something that if you're not paying attention, then you can miss. Or if it's something you don't care about, you'll miss it. Like. That that whole joke about obsessing over other people's sexuality, if you don't, you will probably not know which characters are gay in this game, which is, uh, again, uh, something that you don't need to know, but still funny. So there was a post on Tumblr going around, not Tumblr, Twitter going around, and I forgot what the subject even was. It was, but there was like a picture of somebody... Okay. With a wall behind them. Go? Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to... So far, I'm so to, good. Uh, and... She, they had a picture of Kim Kitsuragi on their wall, and all anybody could talk about in the comments was, "There's a picture of Kim Kitsuragi on your wall." Well, they and, were on the damn news. Yeah. They, yes, like, yes, 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 yes. That was it. Webcasting from their fucking living room now. And I'm like, CNN. I want to be the person with a, 
of an image of Kim Kitsuragi on my wall because I well, love Well, also him. the fucking character portrait for Kim is so good. It's so good. good. Oh, yeah. All the art in this yeah. game is incredible. It's uh, when you first see him, it's in the because it's that was the first time you see him. When your the character portrait of somebody is a snapshot of your first moment of them. So de- environmental details. Oh. Well, so like he has that little halo above him because those are the lights in the whirling in rags and you're you're looking in your own mirror so you look yeah. like shit because like, you're doing the expression in your own mirror mm-hmm. uh, after waking so up from an insane hangover. I took the expression off, and then uh, I shaved. You shaved your glorious, massive. And then after that, off. after that, Kim was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, no, I disappointed Kim by trying to look normal. All right, so I gotta tell you guys about something that I don't. I think I'm the only one who did this, okay. unless Alex did it. But uh, there is a communist vision quest that you can go on. And the way that you start it is uh, if you say enough communist things and on the third day after you go to sleep, uh, your your thoughts will start assaulting you in your sleep about how 0.000001% of communism has been built. And you're probably not going to be able to do it alone. So you're going to need to sniff out some other... Oh, no, I got that the biggest communism building. So you're gonna have to. Pro- you're probably gonna have to sniff out some other uh, communists, and uh, it's like, sure. okay, I'm gonna have to sniff out some other communists. How do I do that? And then your brain's like, no, you're literally going to have to sniff them out. They smell like you. And you're like, what? And you're like, but I smell awful. And you're like, yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna need to go find them. So immediately after I uh, I did that, you have you have a prompt to smell Kim the next time you see him, and uh, <laughs> oh. then uh, oh, you you smell him. And uh, immediately after that, you can say, what aftershave do you use? And then Kim goes, were you thinking about shaving the, uh, and he just points to his face where your mind chops. <laughs> and you can go, yeah. And he's like, I, I don't know if I would. <laughs> it's just like funny to all these, this like big train of things had to connect to get him to comment on the fact that I probably shouldn't shave. It's not yeah, something he's you, ever going to bring up. Otherwise. Up I, I love Kim face. so much. He's so like, he can be sarcastic and he can just, be uncomfortable like mm-hmm. i think most of the game he's just very uncomfortable um i loved the uh the side thing where you find the pinball machine in the back of the whirling and rags and you can play the pinball machine and i played through it and then you realize oh my god kim kitsuragi kim pinball kitsuragi kimball and he was famous, apparently, for infiltrating a uh, pinball ring that was apparently running drugs or something like that, like a laundering scheme. I, I never got that. Oh. And this is why he hates kids, and he has said in also the past... Also why he hates pinball. Yeah. yeah he, he had said in the past, like, yeah, pinball is lame. Mm-hmm. And then the more oh, you talk to him... I the opposite impression. Yeah, the more you talk I to him about pinball... I thought that he loved it, but he didn't want to admit that Yeah, he that's, loved that's it. what I said uh, oh, when, I, when he okay. first said that. I'm like, hmm... I don't know about that. When you say pinball is lame, it sounds like you're covering up. And when you talk to him about it, like when you find the machine in the back, he knows all about that machine. He knows everything about yeah. it. He's like, nobody can win that machine. And he's just blown away when you win the machine. And you can press him if on you it. Win, if great. you win the machine. Yeah. He just fucking hates it so much. Um, and you can tell him, I'm just going to call you Kimball from now on. And he's really not a fan of that. Um but it's so great when you get to know Kim a little bit more. Um, I think my favorite line in the game towards the end um, is, I think it's conceptualization or, or rhetoric or something like that chimes in. But you've gone across the water and you have 
uh, you can have a boombox playing sad FM. And at <laughs> yeah. first, when you, you're yeah. like, okay, you take the engine and I'll take the boombox. And he's like, why? <laughs> and he's like, well, how else are we going to play uh, sad FM? And he's like, oh, okay, you can play sad FM. And when you go and you meet the killer, he's like, yeah, I heard you guys going over the water. You were blasting that music. <laughs> and Kim's like, I, I told you we shouldn't have played sad FM on the way over. And I'm and I was like, music. and you, I was like, no, Kim, you didn't say that. And he says, yes, I did. <laughs> and rhetoric chimes in and it says, you have entered a world in which he did say that. It is the only world. <laughs> and that's my favorite <laughs> fucking thing. I'm like, oh, okay. So you just fucking Mandela affected you. me, just gaslighted me in front of our, our literal, like, murderer. Um, but I, I think I've, I've gone on a little bit too long. I just love the game. I have so much to say about it, but it's quarter of 11 at night. Yeah. I have work tomorrow, and Cam has Holy not shit. had been able to say his piece. So go ahead. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be. Can, I, um, yeah, can I jump yes. in? Oh, uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, um, I didn't get to talk too much about the end game um and i'm gonna let these guys do most of it um i did since nick mentioned that he did the political vision quest for um communism i also wanted to mention the one that i did on my replay um i my first play through this game i they didn't have them in the game when i played it um but uh so on my recent replay i tried to do it but i picked um moralism or centrism uh just for fun i wanted to see that because um it is one of the funniest critiques of the political ideologies that they have in this game. Um, because the idea of centrism is that you don't ever want anything to change. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they really go hog wild on that. It's really good. Um, just in the base game, just with all the flavor text, they do a great job of saying like, oh, uh, you know, we're all about incremental change. It, it's the, uh, the and moralism is the like, uh, form of government of Ravishal. Uh, it's basically just so much bureaucracy that nothing ever happens. Yeah, we um, can't change anything or someone will be mad at us. Mm-hmm. So we'll just yes. change nothing ever. Just like real um, life. And yes. <laughs> the, so the political vision quest that you get for this um, is your your character basically wants to know um, who is... Uh, you. The specific task is called you have to take on responsibility with a little accent responsibility. over it. And you have to... You, ha- you basically you want to talk to the guy in charge. Um, <laughs> you want to talk to the manager of life. Yeah. Right. Yes. So good. Um, so you got to find out who's responsible for the way that things are, uh, and uh, by doing this, you have to basically pirate radio and to talk to a airship that is floating over Ravishal to get them to forward you to like the person in charge. Uh, so you have to talk to. Um, uh, shit, what's her name? The uh, the lady in the church. Suna. Uh, Suna. Suna. I wouldn't say Sona, but it's um, You have to talk to her because she knows a lot about radio transmission stuff. Um, and basically you put a gigantic antenna up on top of the um, exploded statue in the, the center square there uh, of the guy on the horse. Um, and you have to climb all the way up on top of it holding a rabbit ear and you get to talk to... Uh, you get to talk to a lady who's manning the radio on the, the airship. Is this visualized? Um, like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all. It's all what? there. It's cool. I went the um, even more he, centrist route of not picking a political alignment, <laughs> so I didn't do this. <laughs> it's it was cool. It's great. Um, 
so you get to talk to her and basically they say okay well we can forward you to like somebody who's in charge but um we really don't have, you know this is a precarious setup it's not going to work for very long it's very staticky uh you only have time for a couple questions um and i'm like oh well, you know i'm sure they'll give me time to ask all these <laughs> questions uh and so i went through kind of all of them from like most boring to least boring um and it was basically just a whole lot of bureaucracy. He talked circles around how the whole form of government works. And, you know, it's all a bunch of flavor text nonsense. Uh, but they do truly cut you off before you get to determine who is responsible for, for, all, for the way that they just kind of pass you off. And it, it's really good. And um, you can just, like, not ask the big question because you took too long. That's awesome. Uh, and I thought that, like, I, I didn't get the ideal way to resolve that quest but also i doubt there is one it's really good. yeah i was gonna say do you think you could have just cut to the chase or do you not really they wouldn't let like you probably i assume yeah that's so funny yeah I, <laughs> I was i have a weird experience with this game especially because you guys played it first because i have that thing of like when someone tells you oh well with with some things it's like oh you'll like this or predicts what you'll do and you're like well no fuck you oh, yeah. i'm not gonna do that so like yeah i'm gonna be different yeah i'm different i'm built different um like when you guys were talking about the tequila sunrise thing i was like oh that's the meme choice i'm not picking i'm not gonna be tequila sunrise that's stupid <laughs> i'm not gonna do the thing that but the you game already said obviously that was your name when you no were it wasn't i'm yeah, but that's the old me. I'm new. I'm new. You I'm could, you could new. change yourself new every now. day if you wanted to. In this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm a goddamn new guy. I'm a superstar hell cop. But, uh... Drunk mouth speaks sober thoughts. <laughs> uh, what's the one about wine and truth? <laughs> Sometimes I put it in the food. I don't know. <laughs> that's it. But Would you like some more oh, cheese? Is that a fake wine? thing? I think. That... <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, my um, no, mom literally like, had. I think she literally had a thing in in the kitchen for a long time that says, "I love cooking with my wine." Sometimes I even put it in the food. You have to. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. been inducted in the great hall mm-hmm. of moms at that point. <laughs> She's steered She's a little bit away her, from the wine. Her momo type was wine mom type. That's mm-hmm. that <laughs> nice. But not in trying to insult her anyway. I barely know her, but I'm just saying that that's a type of guy. You know what I mean? Like it's to, it not even to have, not even to be a, a wine alcoholic is just to have the paraphernalia of a wine mom. Is Those are two completely different things. Anyway, uh, enough about wine moms. <laughs> yeah, what were you getting at? <laughs> anyway, I was like... A lot of stuff in this game, I was like, okay, the game clearly wants me to zig. I'm going to zag. Oh, sure. Because, like, oh, it's funny to change your name to Tequila Sunrise. And it has more, or Sunset, or whatever. It has, definitely has its in-game meaning and importance. But I was like, no. If I had gotten the other one, if I had gotten the Raphael one, I would have gone with that because I think that's funny. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I am Harry Dubois. I'm going to connect myself to reality instead of just being like, I'm an insane man now. <laughs> but that was my first half of my playthrough. The second half of my playthrough, I was, I realized I was going too much towards boring cop and <laughs> centrist cop. Because I was like, I wouldn't say that. And then I was just like, what am I doing? This is a video game. <laughs> we talked a little bit about this with um, Oxenfree. Because Alex and I were kind of playing at the same oh, yeah. time. We went with the chaos. Due to a, yeah, yeah, due to a uh, <laughs> another scheduling snafu. That's another um, game with amazing conversations. The devil? <laughs> like, what do we do in that? Game? Alex was like actively yelling at me because I was holding the controller, picking the dialogue options. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, weird watching eight. you play a CRPG with controller. No lie. 
It, it was just yeah. like just sitting on the couch playing this game where you should be pressing with like clicking on things with your mouse. It was just very strange. There is to no me. should or should not with video game. That I I just don't I'm not completely accustomed to playing video games at a computer yet. I like to sit on a couch. And also I just got the sound bar and the soundtrack and the voices in this yeah. game are incredible. So Nice. Listening to you were Alex was on vacation, but listening to Inland Empire with like the bass turned oh, all the, the way up bomb. while the Hades yeah. at work, just shaking the windows in the entire apartment. <laughs> uh, incredible stuff. But um uh yeah, so I tried to you know, this is not real. You it's a video game, stuff. so I can say things that are weird and <laughs> I kinda That's like the more whole game. Into, yeah, that's exactly. Why, I feel like, like that's why they real. have boring cop in there to be like, come There's on, say some weird like, stuff. Yeah, come on, asshole. Say the weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it really did boil down to me not wanting to be mean to people. That was really the bottom line. Like, yeah, I'll be. Well, and this game has such a sense of empathy. You really like the times. There are a couple times where you like you might have to be mean to someone, and it does feel bad. Yeah, like I'll <laughs> they make I'll be bad. crazy, but I, I won't be mean in a video game yet. Eventually yeah. I'll get there, but... Um, yeah, I'm the same as you, Cam. I, I can't be mean to anybody. I have to play it. Like, no, I, I got... Um, even though I got the biggest communism builder, I also got, um, like, the central... The centrist one? Oh, it was the Kingdom of Conscience, Conscience one. Because yep. I tried to play everybody... Um, like neutrally and nicely a because i thought i wanted like i thought i had to do that in order to get more information from them and make them like trust right, you're me. playing like a video game yeah and, and they're like no it doesn't matter i mean it even do... like no it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. because it's a video game in real life it would matter more right uh, yeah and it will end in other, and video, in other video games, games. you you if yeah if you're like trying to get information out of a character you don't want to be mean to them yeah. or be weird to yeah. them but as e- much even as the, 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 vary... the tip screen on, on the loading screen it says don't be afraid to say weird things people are more forgiving of uh people in power like police officers yeah. like i don't know <laughs> about that is that. A, well that's a, a brutal statement of just like it's more like not forgiving know, just no like gonna i can't a, do no one's gonna disobey a police officer because yeah, they will you, just shoot you yeah, yeah exactly. that's what people say in the game they're like oh you're a police officer of course i'm gonna be nice to you yeah. and at the end game i was just playing all these uh a couple of these guys were watching i was wearing like a full suit of armor and they're like <laughs> like every, you're like everyone was so nice to me and you're like you're a cop wearing ba- like battle armor of course they're being <laughs> yeah. nice to you you're an exoskeleton yeah, yeah. They don't want you to murder them some of the ca- only characters that i i felt like i had a legitimate uh friendship with besides kim were the kids in the um in the church yeah. because they I don't know, you dance with them. You end up, that's my favorite scene in the yeah. game. Is I tried if you to pass, dance with them. If you pass those checks and get Kim to, to dance with you, it is great. It's just, it's such oh, a bonding oh, moment. Throws down. I gotta like watch that on YouTube yeah. or something. But the kids I really... I nowhere close to that. At first the kids are kind of like, oh, oh man, it's a cop. Gross. You know, yeah. But yeah, you're a, yeah. I mean, you're a narc. You you're like, are but then positively you the not cool, but that means yeah. that you can get away with things sort of in another way. I got them a building for a nightclub. Yeah, and they, they love it. God and then God. I love it. Sorry, I love Egghead. I'm sorry. I'm trampling all over your shit, Cam. I just wanted Egghead to say room. I love okay. Egghead. Uh, I want to scream rocks. hardcore all the time. Uh, good though. morning. And they, 
And they have a great like weird dialogue puzzle to like even. Oh yeah, that was yeah, so fun. It's like to, a like, maze. Figure out what he even is even yeah. talking about. He breaks down pretty quick though if you get it right. Yeah, yeah. This is why I had I to spent, do it over and over again in an effort to finish this game. I I was not good at this game as we discussed in the first episode, um, but like uh, in an effort to finish this for the show, I spent like literally. I never do this because I'm too. AD, ADD to sit in one spot for that long, but I think I spent six hours playing Disco Elysium just sitting on the couch. All right. And, but I only did the church stuff and a little bit of investigating the well, coast. Well, the, the church stuff is I pretty think. long. I think that's one of the longest side. It's pretty quests. significant. It's, it's okay. That makes it's me feel better. The biggest side. All right. Quest, I think. Yeah. Because yeah, when absolutely. I think back on it, I'm like, oh, I accomplished two things in six hours well, but that's that that's I, a really want, like long side quest with tons of dialogue yeah it's yeah it's skippable but i feel like it's it's pretty like they want you to do yeah, it for yeah. listeners it's like one of the two biggest things on that part of the map. you're helping some cool like uh uh what'd you call it seb trance music they're basically uh, what, yeah what do punk, they call it uh, it's basically heads. trance EDM. or or edm music um I don't know if I got the impression they were doing speed. I just thought they, they were. were. You well, can they, find that out. They definitely. You can. They definitely were doing that. drugs. And they were yes. planning they were on making drugs, drugs but... because Everard was telling them to make drugs, and he would pay them. Uh, <laughs> but you can also make them not make drugs, which is what I did. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can go forward with that with the drug plan. I think you can try <laughs> it, but I don't think that Kim. You're will not allowed happen. to sell drugs to the community directly. Yeah, you, you can, can also <laughs> do stuff if Kim's not there. If he goes to bed already, True. or in later game, what if he's just not there? Then you can, in fact, like do stuff that he would not normally let you do, like take speed, oh, for example. I I might be being a little bit too cautious but if you haven't listened to the first episode you're an amnesiac cop who wakes up after destroying his life with alcohol and kim is from a different precinct he's assigned to help you solve this murder because you've also been assigned to it in an act of uh like cooperation between the two police districts competition haven't, more yeah, like but they're really having a dick measuring yeah, contest it's actually yeah. a dick measuring contest but anyway so i helped the the speed freak techno kids set up a rave in a church and that was really satisfying mm-hmm. i spent yeah. so much time with them and that's why the the phrase skibbidee skibbidanger i am the rearranger is stuck <laughs> in my head because egghead will say that to you skibbidee skibbidanger uh, so what is it that causes maze. that? I don't remember that. Nothing. He just says it. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that, I, I think that's absolutely after you give nothing. him like one of the things to add to the beat. It's just like it? saying a line from a song. Like, yeah. yeah. You, okay. You, know, you just repeat a line that rhymes and it sounds nice, but it was just completely stuck in my head. Um, so I spent a lot of time on that. The whole coastline is interesting. It adds, adds a lot more flavor to the story. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to talk about every single goddamn decision I made, but yeah, like, but like I, talking yeah, about cool. with you guys about this game is so fascinating because we're like the build. I can't express enough how much the builds seem to completely change what dialogue you have. Because like, yeah, it's definitely worth like not maybe not a full replay, but like dipping back I, into I'm this with the different considering like, set, starting stuff. Just going back into it, it completely it, and just doing the opposite of everything I did. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, about I, that. Yeah, I was too. big muscle cop, and uh, that's crazy. A lot of the, I can't imagine what that's well, like. Well, on, on my replay, I, on my first playthrough, I was I was empathy cop, mm. but um, kind of doing the two the two sides of that or was really interesting. Yeah, I was also empathy cop, so I didn't I had no knowledge of the world around me or what was going on, but I under like I had the people skills kind of that was what I went for. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then I ended up putting like all my points into like hand-eye coordination because I was your Motorix like, cop. I guess I don't know motor was, skills cop. Those are important too. Cop. If you don't know yeah, how to move to your be. body around, it's pretty detrimental. As I discovered I when I couldn't move my body around, I felt very. Some s- of those skills are are better for better for passing checks, and some of them are better for like the character mm-hmm. side of it. Something some of them like chime in a lot more and have more to say, and some of them are like oh, like hand eye coordination is a much more utility skill. Yeah, I don't skill know than, how many encyclopedia uh, like checks I actually saw. But it, encyclopedia there are talks not many. a lot. Encyc- Encyc- but encyclopedia exactly, talks yeah. all it the time. It never shuts up. I had the same experience with... Once I started to understand how the game worked, I put all my points into Inland Empire, which I explained what I thought it was earlier, the shivers and electrochemistry. Oh my god, those but, are some great skills because they never shut up. Oh yeah, and that's that's where I was like playing to how I think I'm more like in real life. Where, where, like, the electrochemistry is your desire a to do drugs druggie. and party and drink. Okay, so that's yeah. how I would describe so him if somebody asked me. He's a psychic druggie. Um, <laughs> well, it's your sl- you're a slave to sensation. You want yeah, things that feel good. That's what uh, electrochemistry yeah. is. So when, like, uh, somebody has perfume that smells nice, electrochemistry tells you to go smell it. Like, uh, yeah. It's it's a really satisfying skill to have because for that it's reason. It's all that, and it's realistic for your main character, mm-hmm. but also... A slave to his desires, which is fine. I thought it was so fun whenever that came up as useful in a dialogue, which the is kind of The pawn shop like, owner is high, and you can figure out what he's high on with high electric. Yeah, you're like, oh, I yeah. know what this guy's high on. I can communicate with him to... You know, oh, it's because he was exposed you know, to a lot yeah. of radiation. Yeah. Yeah. And sad. there's characters who won't talk to you if they think you're a fucking narc. And electrochemistry yeah, can help narc. you get to, can help them realize that okay, this guy's cool. This guy's cool. Yeah, you can be like, dude, uh, I drove my car into the ocean last night. <laughs> I'm I'm cool. You can yeah. trust me. Uh, speaking of that, that sequence of just sitting on the uh, sitting on the swing set with Kim, uh, slowly realizing that this and is your car. And he just lets you, you yes. realize it. Really he doesn't good. push you or anything. <laughs> yes. He just sits and lets yeah. you come oh, to the conclusion so beautiful uh speaking of desires and feeling good um the thing you most desire is uh your ex and dora i ex i just something as as your brain calls yeah, it yeah, yeah she th- you find out you weren't even married yeah that you your brain <laughs> characterizes her as this um basically she's a saint or a little Dolores, bit maybe... Dolores Day. Yeah, Day Dolores Day. Is, is, um, like is like a religious figure yeah, she's on like the, the level Mother of Mother Mary. Mary. Yeah. Joan of Arc like and the Queen of England combined. You put the pretty girl on a pedestal and she ruins your life. Yeah. All better. I, I liked... The, okay, so near the end of the game, there's a dream sequence where you actually meet her. And, oh, yeah. Look, can we camp out on yeah, this and, for a little while? And I instead of um, her looking like a normal person, she looks like Dolores Day. And the entire game has been telling me the entire time... Uh, offer figurines to Dolores Day. And I'm like, all right. And every time it mentions Dolores Day, um, Harry gets a little weird about it. Like, you can have a heart attack over it. <laughs> you can have a panic attack. Um, I figure out what's going on if you look in like, the ledger in the secret compartment. Yeah. Which isn't really like secret. Her. You just She's jammed mean. it shut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the, the real life Dolores Day sounds like a piece of shit. Uh, oh, like yeah. Like colonizer. Yeah, she was a, a, both mer- a- like a tyrant, yeah. a colonizer, and like a religious yeah. figure. Uh, but <laughs> Harry weird. has characterized his ex as this saint-like figure, um, and I just really kind of 
love that visualization of it is something that people do. It is something that your brain and your dreams will do, even if you're not consciously doing it in real life. Um, healthy mental yeah, image like, of someone. Yeah, it's, uh, it's both like, oh my god, she's the perfect person. I hate her. She ruined my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, somehow uh, you're on both ends of that. And I, I realized I, pretty early on, on that, that Dolores Day was your ex. Yeah. Um, hold on. Oh yeah, thank god that's not what that was. Um, but yeah, so uh, Seb set it up a little bit, but um, uh, towards the end of the game you get a, you get a prompt to uh, take a rest because you were shot and uh, you probably should take it easy. Um, and uh, you go into this dream sequence where you are, um, you're, your brain in a dream is reliving the like last moment that you saw your ex something. Uh, and uh, she has taken on the appearance of this saint-like figure like we mentioned. Um, and she pretty much, you, you're reliving your like abysmal breakup with this girl in the way that your brain thinks of it, the way that you remember it. So she is like incredibly mean and harsh and and evil because that's how she is to you. Mm. Um, and uh, towards the end of it, she has a fantastic, amazing line um, where you ask her if you'll ever see her again. And she says, of course, I'll see you tomorrow in your dreams because you always have this dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm never going to see you again, but you will see me every night. Yep. And she's uh, like, you'll never let Oh, I'm go. leaving to another country and I'm pregnant and it's not yours like all at once yeah like, of course it's not yeah. yours yeah and like the absolute harshness that no one would ever say it's just like oh no i got rid of the one that was yeah. yours and that it probably isn't real but that's the uh, his own brain beating up on himself in a way that is so relatable yeah oh speaking of that um god damn the uh i don't want to harp on this too much but um harry dubois being a relatable character like just going to bed and just being like okay now it's time to review every bad decision you've ever made in your life <laughs> and then you wake up it's like oh man a little yep. too real sometimes sorry i didn't mean to yep. but, uh, leave like you're, mid -thought, but uh, faye was having like a okay. asthma attack no problem and your cats uh, have a little freak she, she was coughing out there sleep is eight hours of regret and then <laughs> your brain eight hours is, uh, <laughs> your brain Lucky is you. actively saying every time like look it's it's bad do not do not dream you will not like dream oblivion don't dream, is better don't wake up uh, don't open your eyes like <laughs> just stay you can embrace i love stay pain and burning light and wanting things from people who don't want to give them to me that was yes. always my stance <laughs> and it keeps telling you like that your brain keeps telling you like if you're gonna go back there's only hurt and my uh my response every yeah. time was bring on the pain <laughs> oh i Let that first i'm like please give me a yeah that opening sequence i was like <laughs> It's me trying to be a little contrarian, a little piece of shit goblin. Well, yeah, maybe I don't want to wake up. I was like, up. okay, fuck you. Give me oblivion. They're like, no, you have to wake up. And I'm like, no, fuck you. If you don't want me to play the game, then I won't, bastard. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'll move on. To, uh, I, you know, I talked about a lot of my other stuff, but I would like to talk about the ending with you guys. Hey, that um, big bug was real. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> the big bug was real and it talks to you I can't believe and i saw it and it what's the simpsons line uh, uh the, they were in the they were in the closet baby. making babies and i saw one of the babies the and baby the baby looked, looked, at <laughs> <me>. <laughs> looked at me um but i love um, well do we want to start from your you just go on I, okay. I don't want to step on your yeah i i what i mentioned that it's we talked about the bug a little obviously bit. yeah uh, the bug it's obviously not the killer isn't anyone you've met it's not gonna be 
like the butler like gart it's not gonna be gart the cafeteria manager or like the fucking mercenary it, i mean maybe the zigzag you could have done is like the mercenary killed its own to start the fight like as a catalyst to start that was war. my working theory in yeah, my first think, playthrough yeah, yeah that's and the sure i think the other surest bet is like oh like this was convenient for the union and it wasn't the hardy boys but maybe it could have been someone else that ever hired after all yeah. and then they introduced because he is which didn't make <clears throat> me too. too much sense yeah. but it, it just did any last... of us arrest her no um no i don't think you, can, you can't you can't arrest her and if and if you oh, do really? it ends really badly like Oof. she, she's like, well, she, okay. So, she says, uh, "If you arrest me, people are going to come and kill me. So don't arrest me. And if you don't arrest me, I'll stay right here. Very nice. And of course, I was like, well, I mean, she's scared. And where is she gonna go? And I didn't arrest her. And she leaves. And I was like, God damn it! I believed her. I can't God believe I believed it. her. <laughs> but uh, like, I was, I was, uh, you know, very gullible in that way. But uh, if you don't if if you don't listen to any of that stuff you listen to your authority and you arrest her she is around for most of the rest of the game before she gets like brought in by the actual rcm and then there's a like shivers check near the end of the game where you can see that two people dressed like rcm officers who are not rcm officers come into her in her jail cell and she knows that this is it for her she's like oh these people have come here to kill me that's brutal yeah so your choice is uh, let someone who is obviously complicit in very in a ton of crimes get away and not help you and lie to you, or have her be executed by spies. Yeah, yeah or send her yeah. to her yeah. death. I really wanted but, her there but, during that big confrontation. Oh, during the tribunal. The yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, most yeah. of her crimes are like initially corporate espionage and then attempting to get away from the con consequences of corporate espionage so i was like yeah she has some of my favorite dialogue in the whole game i really think that i think classia might be one of my favorite characters because she's she's, amazing um well it's the classic thing of like you can't quit the mafia you can't quit Mm -hmm. you know the the james bond which she's running away from you don't get mm -hmm. away yeah eventually you either do this until you well yeah you do this until you die whether you quit or get killed in battle like you're just gonna you did something where people want you dead but And of course, I, I think her being there, uh, not to belabor this anymore, uh, I, I, I like that um, she's there in Ravishal and very early on, she's like, oh, I'm here on vacation. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's, that's fake. Because it sucks. Uh, but <laughs> it, it's because no one winds up in Ravishal because they, they yeah. uh, want to be there or it's they so have anywhere picturesque. else they can go. As much as Joyce is like, oh, yeah, it's so This is so a quaint. place people run away to, not... Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. uh, last last things I want to touch on are the the tribunal, the sniper, real oh, yeah. quick, and then the last dialogue. Well, okay, just because I just experienced all this stuff. So, um, the tribunal. Uh, early on, when I started the game, Alex was like, "Oh, your tie talks to you." Like, "Oh, I didn't get that. That's cool that you got it." And it, that gave me a huge I like make sure you kept up ego with boost yeah. of like, "Oh yeah." And because I put all my points in electro electrochemistry, I was like, "Yeah, I'm a party Alex guy." Like. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. <laughs> like, because you were so knowledgeable about this game, I was like, "How did I find something that There's you too much you can't get to know experience?" It's impossible. Yeah, I realized the that later. Stuff is finicky. Is that if you if you take that tie off, it will stop talking that's to you. That's nuts. Because yeah, I made yeah. sure to Forever? keep it on all the time. Because the is it? It's yeah. like yeah. putting Pikachu in the PC box in Pokemon it's, Yellow. Yes, he'll never really love easy. you. It, it is exactly like that. Actually. Oh no. But I love the voice actor for the tie. He's just such a distinct accent. It rolls all his R's and he yells and screams and he's so funny. <laughs> and 
eventually you buy a bottle of strange liquor from uh, it's ninety nine point seven idiot doom spiral alcohol yeah. from idiot doom Sp- oh, no from not from idiot doom no, spiral you get it from, from the, the other, other guy, guy. Um, oh, from the other guy and uh, he's a his name. No, it's well, I, it's like I, ethanol. I, I, it's what you use. To, it's like it's medical. Yeah, blue it's, though, like <laughs> it's like the not, bottle's blue. Um, <laughs> the liquid's quick, blue. Just so so we don't blow past it. Um, one of my favorite interactions is in that conversation where um he tries to sell it to you. He says three hundred real, and then he misspeaks and says three real, and you can just buy it for that. Well, yeah. he says he, <laughs> he tells you a whole story first about where it came from, and then at the end yeah. he's like, "And that's why I'll yeah. only sell it for three real." <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, you go, three deal." Like, bye. You just bye, hold bye, up bye, your bye. signs that sold. <laughs> I think it's it's a great swerve for the game because it's like, oh, three hundred. You'll never get that much money, so it must be a trading quest. I, I want to know if you can get the get street this. lamp. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. seven hundred. You can, in fact, yeah. get the street lamp, and the only way to do it is yeah. with the quest that uh, Alex did, uh, where you get. Um, no wait, no, it was Seb. You did it, the where you talk to the guy who's made out of light in the shipping container. Oh, oh yeah, the light. He bending, can't uh, give you money, but he can give you stocks, and and uh, he gave me seventy real to start. Like I sold him the the youth center idea. Uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then he's like, "Here's seventy real to, to start invest a in youth you. center." I'm like, "Wow, thanks, Jesus Christ." So real quick, to get onto a tangent about a tangent, um, if you're able to get in the shipping container in the the union, you have to convince it to open. um, You have to talk it open. With yeah, you have to talk it open with a rhetoric check. Um, inside there is a man who is so wealthy, light literally bends okay. around. Oh, and if, if you look at your money really? counter, if you look at your money in the bottom corner, yeah, it, it, it will yeah. like it keep going up and down and up and down while you're around him. You, it, no, it's, it's, it's your your money stays the same. Your stocks the stocks go up. Oh well, oh yes, no yes. It's around because him. your money Sorry, isn't real. That's that. that's yeah. how yeah. stocks work. Um, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so um, you can talk to Kim about this, and he doesn't see him like this, but your uh, magical realism brain sees okay, him. Okay, thank you. Uh, with light literally morphing around him. But um, you have a brief conversation with him. You can get him to invest in you. Um, the other fun detail about him is that he travels in these shipping containers because it's the only way a person of his net worth can travel without people asking mm-hmm. him for money. Uh, <laughs> which is incredibly yeah. good. That's he doesn't so even funny. know where he is. <laughs> I wanted in there yeah. so bad, and I could not get in because I didn't have, have a, a yeah, brain really in my head. You have to talk good. I was too good at. But anyway, yes. Put my points uh, into drinking alcohol. Where were we going? I have no idea. We're <laughs> on like that's five a good, tangents. That's a good we're place to drink. Five tangents deep right now. Oh, oh, you were talking about the the blue spirit, Cam. I yes. Think. So, uh, um, yeah, you can get this blue spirit if your tie talks to you. He's like, okay, don't drink this. It's the only time he ever says not to drink something, and he's like, okay, you got to save it. You talk to Ruby who you think is the killer and after that um he's like okay equip the blue alcohol so <laughs> you then you go to the center of town and the the thing that's been happening the whole game is finally try, starting to bubble over of the war between the mercenaries and the uh government mercenaries local mercenaries and government mercenaries the union and the, it's about to be a just a, a bloodbath of just them shooting each other and you're um your tie tells you to stuff him inside the bottle, light it, and throw it at the head mercenary. He sacrifices you... himself. Yes, and it's no! played like that, too. It's like, goodbye, mm-hmm. tie, and the tie is like, this is my divine purpose. I, I was born I am for this. born it's to a, be a Molotov Yeah, they call it the spirit bomb, which is a really funny oh, like, double so entendre. And yeah. 
the tie oh shit where is it going oh the tie even tells you the backstory of how you got the tie which is the most oh. boring ass story ever it's just like, like you bought it yeah you store. were sad and you saw the tie and you're like this is the tie of a guy who has fun and he's like you never stopped wearing this stupid tie and eventually a horrific neck eventually tie. your tie overtook your whole outfit like that's why you dress like an insane person is and because there is a there's a comment in the, the very tie. beginning of the game that your tie is tied like a noose and Ooh, yeah. uh <laughs> oh, true yeah and it's hanging from the ceiling fan so there is a there yeah, is a, more than a little not. implication that you were trying to kill yourself in one way or another the previous yeah. night. Luckily, you didn't have the motor skills to do it. Yeah. Either. You were too <laughs> drunk. Probably way too much. Stats were too bad. <laughs> you didn't want but, to be uh, that kind of animal anymore. I thought that was incredible. Yeah if, you don't, it, yeah, if you don't have the spirit bomb, you can pass a really slim check to shoot the mercenary mm-hmm. in the face. Uh, which uh, will also do the same thing, but is a lot trickier. Yeah, so just super quick, I love that that encounter because it's the first time there's, like, combat in the game, and I put that in, like, yeah, 6,000. It's incredibly cool. Yeah, that's, that's the absolute um, climax of the game. That's not where it ends. There's still a little bit after that, but, it, like, it's really intense. You still got to meet the old communist in the book. Game. With stakes and stuff. Yeah. So how many people did yeah. you guys have die? I just want to take a quick Four? Quick I, I'm pretty sure you... You, I'm pretty sure Angus dies either way. I'm pretty sure at least one or two mm-hmm. of the other guys die. I had four um, dies. I, I had four Hardy Boys I, and I say two Cornell guys. Between two to four. So I got oh, a, forget uh, the Cornell guys. I got forget a them. perfect, uh, my first time through, I got a perfect uh, uh, tribunal. And this time I, no blew it, I blew it hard and I, I had seven people died. <laughs> what? <laughs> including Titus? Um, no, it was... Uh, not not included. I, don't, I mean, don't maybe worry about Titus? the mercenaries. Who cares about the mercenaries? The, the, oh, all I know oh, is the that Hardy they were saying boys seven died. people died. Okay. Uh, uh, I know that mine too. Um, yeah, because you have three mercenaries and then four Hardy so you, boys. You probably have the same thing. Four. I, I was boys. saying this earlier, and I don't. I haven't done done this myself, and I haven't really looked into how it articulates. But um, if uh, Kim doesn't trust you enough, or if you fail that check to warn him about the the mercenary behind him. Uh, he can be shot, he can be killed, uh, and uh, you have Kuno with you for the rest no! of that instead of him. That is unreal. I <laughs> yeah. I want to doubt you. I don't know you how can, it articulates, and get, I don't know if can I can have... You can get Kuno onto the force by uh, talking... I mean, with, like as a junior as a junior detective he's like a junior what? detective yeah. well there's a bunch of stuff you can do with Kuno first of all you have to get him away from Kuno S who is like the worst possible influence on him and you can talk yeah. to him and realize like he just acts like that he's he's like you in the sense that he acts like an insane person to throw people off their guard but he's actually just a sad kid with nothing going on and he yeah yeah and he's um well, yeah, the, the first big empathy empathy win for figuring out Kuno is that oh yeah, we need the, I need to get her away for get him away from Kuno S and like you also kind of figure out that he acts that way because like she has just an, just as much of an awful uh, childhood going on and you're the uh, and Kuno's the only person that really would ever associate mm-hmm. with her. Mm. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. But yeah, yeah I was curious how obviously none of us would let Kim die it, it's the most impossibly heartless thing sure. unless you didn't save like eight hours ago or something I would replay I would the eight my hours save I can't to let him save him die. No. no he's he's too he's the sweet sweetest little boy there ever was um uh okay yeah so the sniper I thought that was just such a fantastic ending like so satisfying to me of like that it's just a guy who has been killed by the world around him like this he 
does a bad thing and flees uh, the revolution, the communist revolution, but then he survives because he flees because the island gets fucking bombed and all everyone he knows dies. It's like the last but one. But he has yeah. survivor's guilt and also just guilt, guilt, like deserter's guilt or whatever. I don't know if that's a different mm-hmm. thing. And then it just is so committed to the revolution and like angry and like sad and just dead inside just killed by just the like i didn't have encyclopedia like seb so i i just barely got the gist of what was going on in the game like in the world that they built well and just seeing people move on fundamentally broke him i think so just seeing the, the exactly fact that, like yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. And then you like you can well, everyone was ready to you've got Renee yeah. and that the other guy who are have completely different ideologies like Renee is like a staunch royalist and the other guy is just kind of like I'm here I, I didn't get him to talk about it but he, <laughs> he was just not like you could tell they were not the same ideology but they sat together anyway like everybody is just kind of like well the war's over and we have to coexist. Yeah, we lost, and now the world is shit. Mm-hmm. And who's to say if we won, it would be any better? Yeah. But, um, I, I, you can choose to read it as the I, I can't remember his name because I just finished the game and they barely say it. But the sniper, um, Joseph clearly is fi- he's clearly fixated on Clasia or whatever her name mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Like, like obviously romantically, sexually, because she's cool and hot, but. He's also so mad that the mercenary monster killer, he calls him, oh man, he calls him this insane insult that's so good. He's like, the end of a hammer dripping blood. Like, that's what Oh yeah, the blunt end of a hammer dripping blood. Blunt end of a hammer dripping blood. Because he is a, he's a monster mercenary Mm -hmm. who enjoys killing. He's not doing it for any ideal, ideology, oh, how do you say that? Ideological. And he's, and when you... Reason. When you're talking with the Hardy Boys, you really get a sense for ideology. Uh, how he acted the day before. Yeah, day he's he just died. a monster. Of course, he's, he's like, like pushing himself on a woman. Like person. they refer to him as a rapist several times, and like he was that's his so sense of mad. Humor. Like yeah, yikes. yeah, um, he was so mad that the sniper was so mad that this awful, awful person was getting to enjoy himself even the slightest bit, mm-hmm. having sex with Clasia, and so he shoots his brains out on mm-hmm. top of her i they it's just such a really reasonable that sequence uh, explanation he, he for the it, whole thing he does it's it for, so yeah. perfect he does it because he's petty and he does it because he's principled he's like yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. even say it's, petty i was like yeah he's right this a monster like this should not even get to enjoy himself this much i'm like, i'm gonna i'm gonna paraphrase it but there's a great line in there where um they kind of walk through it with them and he's like well you know you're spying on these people oh um you were using binocular and he's like no i was using the scope of my rifle yeah. it's the best magnification and then i think kim says it but um and then uh, if you don't like what you see i pull the trigger uh it's my form of self yes or something oh, yeah. like that. think of it as a form of critique it's just so yeah critique such there, a yeah. good line of like oh i didn't like that so i shot it and now <laughs> it's over and you get the question of like why yeah. isn't he even just shooting people all the time? But maybe that's answered. And like, then maybe he was yeah. shooting more. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he did kill he more people. To a couple there of were things. a couple of but people who might have disappeared on his watch. I've also gone on too long since we we started so late, and there's too much in this I, game to talk about. But I, one last thing I want to say lot. is that the ending I couldn't fathom a way that this game could end and re, be wrapped up in a bow that I would enjoy. Seeing a a, a cryptid. Finding the killer, being incredibly satisfied 
as to who it was. And, you know, and... like, resolving with the rest of your um, your team, like, they come Yeah, that's come exactly in. what I was about to say next, is you meet your, your partners, and they're like, I fucking hate you, you suck, but you're so good at but your job. But we're concerned so. about you, which Finger is why guns. we're doing this. <laughs> I... A lot of RPGs will do that kind of thing where at the end of the game they'll, you know, Fallout is famous for this. At the end of the game they'll do a, a whole slideshow where they'll say, oh, the things you did, you did good things. Uh, you saved the town of Good Springs. You're a real hero. Yeah. In this game they do that, but they do it in a way that is they so almost do it backwards. They're like the Your partner resents you and hates you so much. You have to convince him to that you and hate you. He's like, hurt is the thing. Yeah. Which yeah, is you can tell he loves you so yeah. much. And the, oh, the yes. voice actor firm is so good. And you get to, it's the perfect way of recapping, like, your accomplishments in the game. Is like, your partner's like, you suck, you're a drunk. And you're like, no, I did this, 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 this. And he's and like, Kim okay, you're right. Kim vouches for you. Kim vouches for you. And you can recruit Kim. And you can recruit him onto the force. Wow. Oh, it's excellent. Although, when I replay this game, um, I will let Kim die just to see what happens. No! So, I'll I never forgive you I um, for that. Fine like, it's not even, okay. like, it doesn't matter, Real but quick. I'm not going to forgive you. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Real quick before we wrap up, I know there's so much mm -hmm. to say there's about this too video much. game. Um, one thing that we didn't touch on that I really kind of just want to mention, at least, um, uh, while you're exploring the island, um, you come across a, a uh, corpse on the boardwalk uh, that you can then investigate. Um, and it's kind of just like a, a side thing. Um, but... Uh, Earlier on, before that, you can talk to the um, the working class woman outside the bookstore, and you can. Um, I think I might have mentioned this in the last episode too, but um, you can kind of probe her for, for a side quest. You can say like, "Oh, um, you know, is anything? You know, do you need do you need something? I'm a detective. I can help out. Is your husband another scathing indictment of about. video games? You are here. Yeah, you don't know where your husband is." This must be a side quest. And she's like, no, he's just... Yeah, and she says, I don't know where he is right now, but he's, <laughs> he's not just missing. Entering. It's like if someone um... came to Nick's house and was like, where's Emily? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I... She's at work. Yeah. Or she's at the... Do you want me to find yeah. her? <laughs> like, she's no, not here she'll, this she'll be second. Back. <laughs> she's fine. Yes. So then, for, for me, it was probably 10 hours later. I stumble across this corpse in the boardwalk, and I start to investigate it. Um, when you uh, look up this guy's library card, you're, uh, you get an address, and you go and knock on the door. And, uh, well, uh, because of this, you have to inform the person who lives there that, oh, this person that you love and care for, they're dead. And you take a, a bit of a moment with Kim to say, uh, Kim says, I want you to do this. And you're like, well, why do, why do you want me to do this? He's like, I'm not good at it. I want you to do it. Um, so then when you open up the door, you see that, oh, this is the woman from 10 hours ago. This is the woman whose husband actually was missing and now is dead. And I have to tell her not only that he's dead, but I have to not fuck it up. Well, it's, it's also so important that he d he wasn't killed by mercenaries or the FBI or something. Right, he yeah. just slipped and fell and died because yeah. he was drunk. Mm -hmm. And that's the saddest thing yes. of all. Is... Uh, and, uh, re and that in real life, sorry. That moment... Uh, uh, sorry, that that is one of my favorite moments with this game. It is one of the most real, kind of visceral things that this game does. It's not, uh, it's not wacky. It's not silly. It's not like that profound. It's just like one. It's a it's a thing that a police person yeah, has like, to do, and it is. Uh, yeah, it's so I well mean, done. ACAP, I think. However, I cannot imagine being a cop and having to do that, like not just once, but as a part of your career. Like, mm -hmm. if you work homicide or you work, you know, anything. It's a, it's a tender moment in this game. One yeah. of my favorite 
one of my favorite bits of writing there specifically, when Kim is kind of briefing you before you go in, um, one bit of the one bit of advice he gives you is like never ever tell them you know how they yeah. feel, which yeah, that was... sounded so well. It was so well observed to me. That is yeah, so and Kim, good. like if you fuck it up, yeah, Kim's like. He's... It happens. Like it, it. It sucks. Yeah, you, yeah, you I understand. reload your save if you fuck it up. <laughs> All right, I, I have yeah, to do this. I have to say something about my playthrough before eleven thirty p.m. Good okay. luck. You have, and this is it. I'm, five, I'm going. Six minutes. I'm going here. So, uh, important things. This is a second playthrough for me. I let Emily pick my stats. I brought that up uh, back in November. Uh, because of that, my motor skills were about as low as they could possibly be. I had a one for all yellow checks. And that was very bad. It caused me lots of problems. Uh, she gave me good emotional skills, uh, decent physical skills, okay brain skills, and zero for moving my body around. Sorry, did and, you mention? Uh, I, I, sorry, I was looking at my cat. Uh, did you mention that this was based on you as a person? Yes, I just yes. said that. Oh, okay, sorry, I said I said that. <laughs> I was looking at my cat. That doesn't excuse it. I'm sorry. Go on. I've been this is based on based hours. on me. No, in, you have this, Based on me in real life. Yes. So, um, in real life, I take a mild version of speed to improve my motor skills. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, cheers to that. Yeah, yeah. Cheers to that. And uh, no, I yeah, take the opposite. And uh, I. Uh, I take it every morning, and if I don't take it, I don't pass any of the checks in real life. Um, but I don't think of myself as being bad at that because I am always on drugs. So uh, when Emily chose my stats, Dude. I'm like, oh, come on, whatever. That's Don't don't worry about it. This is the real me. Yeah. This isn't me on speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this so, isn't fair. Uh, so two days into this uh, new run, I get into Klausia's cabinet, and Klausia has speed in there. She's got preptide. And uh, I look at what Preptide does, and I'm like, ha, ah, Preptide, that's basically just what I take in the morning. And Preptide's like, Preptide gives you a, like, a straight up two points into all yellow checks for as long as it's active. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. That's like what, that's what the, that's what the real, um, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I almost uh, wish I'd done that because it would you cannot, feel the same to me. You cannot do speed in front of kim you have to wait until after he goes to bed if you want to take or do speed or steal it from classia's cabinet but i just i found that to be a very interesting reflection of my real life where uh where that ended up and it only happened because of the specific situation i ended up in that's so good that yeah. just shows how good this game is at being realistic mm -hmm. like i i don't mean to you know just because of your experience i think this whole game is is incredibly mm -hmm. realistic have you ever had something happen to you when you're drunk and you don't feel it because you're drunk? Yes. Um, for like you, you're, you'd <laughs> normally you'd be Two really uh, upset because you, I don't know, slammed, bang your thumb in the door or something. And, but it's like, oh, I was drunk, so I didn't notice it until the next morning. If you drink alcohol in this game, your physical stats, in particular your pain threshold, go up by quite a bit. But your morale immediately goes down. You take a hit of damage to your morale. It makes you sad, but you can handle handle more pain. Uh, and I didn't. I I played the this this was another fun thing for me because I played my first whole playthrough sober, um, and so I I was I enjoyed the all the extra dialogue and effects I got from trying these things out. Now, I wish that that system was a little bit more robust. Yeah. but the game isn't really no. about it. Uh, in in 
even though it's framed around it. Mm -hmm. I definitely have a bone to pick with that, but you guys heard me complain about that while I was playing. Yes, so... Because I had one beer at the end of the game. The other... Your partner uh, was like, you're a drunk, and I was like, what? The other thing is that the, um, the, uh, the the communist uh, political vision quest, I want to get in on that because it's such a, it is a scathing indictment of the, of real life communists and also really poignant and uh nice so after you sniff out the communists uh literally using your nose <laughs> yeah, yeah you, have you have to they they smell like you they smell like failure the game says <laughs> and, oh <laughs> and uh you can also use chain cutters to get into one of their apartments uh which you can do even if you don't have the communism vision quest um, you can also claim that you look like this re- world's version of Karl Marx, which is a very funny thing to keep walking around and saying. And some people are like, yeah, Krasnazov. And people will say, yeah, you okay. kind of do. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of right because <laughs> you grew your hair the same way. But um, yeah, actually, uh, these uh, these communists, uh, your your brain, your like logic keeps telling you, do not call this a book club. When you meet the communists, they'll get mad at you because <laughs> uh, they're all they are all like sitting in a circle reading a book, but the book is about the idea that if enough people think about something and believe in it hard enough, they can cause it to literally happen. Um, That's some plain state. Yeah. And it's like, well, there's that, that wouldn't be the craziest thing. Um, And they're testing, testing the theory out by just trying to get a house of cards to stay up with the, the five of them in this room. And you're like, well, now that I'm here, obviously we'll be able to do it. And you try it, and it doesn't work. And you can come up with all these theories as to why it doesn't work. You can say, that's not real, but that'll break their hearts. You can say, we don't have enough people, which is a really funny thing to say. But I, I think I did that. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's that's the nice answer there. It's like, uh, yeah, it'll work. We just need more guys. And you can also say, you didn't believe hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> So, like the other political vision quests, it's about communism, but it's not literally about, you know, uh, sorting out the uh, the budgetary restrictions of socialism and, like, make how to make sure that uh, every worker is a member no, of the board. You're not, you're not literally building it. You you're you're examining the, the ideas up. that make it, uh, <laughs> that put it together. And I, I really enjoyed that. It's, uh, uh, you know, because th- these... The people who made this game are communists. They are. And that's fine. I like it. I, it I think it's great. Three. It's a great... Yes. All right. That was my that was my cutoff. So I'm done talking. Thank you, everyone, for this. Alex, thank you for letting us finish this. This was a wonderful, wonderful game. And getting yeah, to talk about it in depth was yeah. so special. Because, I mean, well, I mean, we abandon things most times after one week. No, I was going to need... finish it. Yeah, we don't usually follow Seb through and I, finishing a whole at thing. At least we're show. trying. It would have no, taken No, I was going to finish months, it anyway. This is not... Yeah. yeah, this is not a reflection on you guys, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm glad yeah, that we took this opportunity to. Yes, do this. that's uh, there. We go. That's you're right. That's perfect. If you want your own great. episode to, we don't we don't normally get a chance to talk about the end of yeah, things. Sure don't. <laughs> if you want your own episode to double down on a previous concept or to single down on a concept that we've never done before, you could send it to our email at please don't cast at gmail.com. and that is please don't cast at gmail.com. And if you were to send us an email, it might sound a little something like this. <clears throat> this comes to us from Andrew, who has mailed us previously. Andrew. Yeah, oh, Andrew. 
first he said, are you still looking for episode recommendations? To which I said yes. Uh, yes. And he says, okay, cool. There's this British show called Taskmaster where comedians have to do different tasks in order to win points. My suggestion is watch the first two episodes of the first season as a group, then just do it like the Penn and Teller Foolish episode and let the algorithm guide you because the first eight seasons are all up uh. on YouTube along with a bunch of individual tasks and compilations and all that. I've been tearing through this show in my free time and it's really entertaining me. And I got to tell you, I don't usually seek out game shows on my own, so I am looking forward to that. This is better than a game show. I've seen clips of this. I think I've watched even a couple full episodes. This is this is a really good show. It's it's perfectly like, oh, uh, oh man, I'll get to it when we do the episode. But Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you're supposed to get. It's the Simpsons joke. If you're supposed to get the rings in the bottle, (laughs) you're supposed to throw the rings and like. And then they don't give you enough rules where a guy will just blend the rings with water and pour it into the bottle. And then the judges will be like, I mean, he, he did it. <laughs> but, you know, Andrew knows more into the show than I do. But it's it's hilarious and it's um, very unrestrained is, is what I'd say. So. All right. Uh, so, that, so, so we have that to look after forward Yakuza to. Zero? That's after Yakuza Zero. Yakuza Zero okay. is our oh, next guest episode bodies. coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but next week, Seb... You've got something coming up for us, Sad. right? And I believe that involves us climbing up a giant spiral staircase that's in the, our track and field in our school for some reason. Not uh, really. <laughs> oh, come on. Huh? But, what, ta- no, ta- we are going to <laughs> take, take the, the revolution and watch uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. Um, we're going to watch the movie and mainly talk about that, but we're also going to watch like one episode of the anime just because they are fairly different. Like it's mm-hmm. the same premise, but one episode different. of the show and one and the movie. I think yes. I can oh, handle buddy, that. Buddy, you know, you know, I love ex, uh, juxtaposition. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, mainly I want oh, yeah. you to watch the show because of the theme song. It's really good. You gotta yeah. take my <laughs> Alex and I already. Alex and I got a head start on this the other night, so we're we're right, pretty yeah. excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. So next week is Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant. Hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, Disco Inferno. What's the what's the thing he says? He says a lot of stupid things. The end is nigh. Uh, the hell mouth of the world will open up and swallow us all. Skip it. Skip it. Hardcore. Do it for the working class. Major. All right. That's enough for now. Please upload your shit. Please, Dis- please, please Disco upload your Elysium. shit. I don't want to pester you during the week about Keep it. Keep this in. Keep this in.